Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Josh Earl and Yumi Steins. We have some tour dates coming up. Head on to littledumdumclub.com if you want to find out more about that. You can also support the show on Patreon. We'll tell you more about that at the end of the episode. But until then, enjoy this episode with Josh Earl and Yumi Steins. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and with me, as always, is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Very exciting show today. Let's get our guests in. Please welcome back onto the program, Josh Earl and Yumi Steins. Hooray. It's us. Now, this is, look, for people at home, in, in case you listen to this and go, wow, this is actually a really not funny episode. Well, it's 8.30 <laughs> in the morning, which is... Which is the absolute non-comedy hour. Um, I've just cleared my wife and child out of the house. Uh, they've left and, they, and, and my wife said, what, uh, what, what's going on now? And I said, we're doing a podcast. She's like, what, at 8.30 in the morning? I go, yeah. She goes, who's on it? And I said, oh, Yumi Steins. And she goes, oh, my God, I haven't cleaned the house probably. And Yumi Steins is coming in the house. Who else is on? She go, And I said, Josh Earl. And, he goes, and she goes, oh, that's all right. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> right. So the that's... lack of effort that you put in for Josh cancels out the amount of effort that you have to put in for Yumi. Yeah, yeah. Right. So on average, I think the house is just fine for these two people. Yeah, we're both we... parents, so we're fine. Yeah. We yeah. know that you're a new parent. Yes. Is this the earliest you've ever done a podcast? Oh, fuck, I hope so. Be up there. Yeah. Because I've done one where you were in the dark, and now this is the earliest. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that I'm bookending a lot of extremes. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. you, you, me, you've done the range with us as well. You've done back when we were on commercial. Well, we were recording in commercial radio studios. Yep, I've done some live thing at a little club yep. down in the city, CBD. We were yep. giving out packets or something. You were so proud of Was yourself. It <laughs> <laughs> we're giving out packets or something. What we're talking about out? Denise Drysdale's tits. <laughs> <laughs> What a memory. <laughs> what what a memory. No. Uh, <laughs> Packets or something. Was it shaker fries maybe? Oh, maybe. We're obsessed with no, shaker fries. Surely it would have oh, yeah, been yellow moose. Maybe it would have been no, moose. No, yeah, I think it was or shaker fries. Yeah, something I'd never heard of anyway. Denise Drosdale apparently used to give your dad or grandpa an erection just <laughs> by appearing on the TV. Oh, and ding I've dong. Done my mum's beach house with you guys. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. That's right. And the Opera House. All and the, the Opera a, House. A bunch of great uh, landmarks of Australia. <laughs> Which would you rather do again, the Opera House or the Beach House? <laughs> the Opera House gig was amazing, but I did relive moments of it and go, oh, I should have said that, and I can't believe I, let, I didn't call them out on stuff. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do over? What do you want to call us out on? Well, there was just one bit where I was ly- I've was i been lying in bed every now and then and going, you should have st- stood up for Fiona O'Loughlin. <laughs> oh, the last time I was on was with Fiona. It made the papers. So oh, no. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say this time? Yeah. Well, just see, you were just bagging her out, and I just stood there, and I probably should have stood up for her. Mm. Oh, was this because she didn't get you a gift at the wedding? At the wedding, was it part yeah. of that? Oh, yeah. oh that was the big oh, yeah, countdown. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you were there for when I named everyone that didn't give me a gift for my wedding. So now uh, I've actually got a list of all the people that didn't give me a present for the baby being born. So we'll go through that. No, we won't. <laughs> I, I actually haven't. I, I like how you guys all believe that for a second. I'm like, fuck, that's not good on me. <laughs> we are going to be here for six hours. <laughs> no, Fiona can. Well, I was going to say she can stand up for herself, but she literally can't. She's, <laughs> she suffers. You from mean don't regret it? It's going to go. No, no, th- this is my rule. With Fiona and Fleety, if someone has let me down with gigs and stuff enough, I'm allowed. It, it gives me carte blanche to, to tee off. So okay. I, th- I think it's okay. Oh. But yep. 
Um, that does remind me because you have given up the uh, the drink in yeah. the last what two years? I think. Yeah, I think probably three now. Three years. Yeah. yeah, right. Man, that's I, I. I mean, I think I guess a lot of people didn't realize that that uh, that was such a big part of your life or whatever. Yeah. But how's it how's it been off the off the grogs for so long? Yeah, it's really good. I'm super healthy. I'm less of an asshole. I'm less fun. <laughs> My dancing's terrible. You know what? The last couple of podcasts we've had, you've been very aggressive on us very early on and I'm like, it's very intimidating. Today you've been pretty bright and sunshine. <laughs> you've, you've given us a free cookbook on the yeah. way in, your Zero Fucks cookbook. Yeah. You want to talk about like lying awake thinking of things on past episodes of this. When we were at the beach house, there's like one of us telling a story and got to the end of it, and you go, "Is that the end of the story?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've been lying awake thinking of nice things you could have said to us instead in previous episodes. So she should have stood up for Fiona. I should have stood up for myself. <laughs> so not drinking for three years. Yeah, yeah. And your youngest is four. You didn't yeah. stop during that time. No, and I think um, so. I've you know I've got four kids, and every time I've had a baby and sort of got to that point where they're no longer. At Inhabiting me yep. physically, I've got a real raging thirst on. Yeah, it's like I got to get myself back, and I'm so sick of being a parent. And here I am, and, and the only thing that you can do because you're sort of stuck with them yep. is drink. And people let you, and and it's quite condoned. So, so I always went a little bit too hard yep. at that point. And, and um, hangovers with young kids is not fun. Yeah, and then and then it just sort of spirals with me, especially because I'm so. I'm so good at drinking. Yeah, it's a gift, really. You're 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 a good drinker. What's your what what was your drink? My drink was beer. Right. Yeah. So beer never made me sick. It never made me get you know too crazy. It was tequila. I you know I did my first ever stage dive (laughs) after tequila. Right. And no one caught me, uh, so I landed flat on my back. Where was this? At the SB. It's not a very high stage, right? No. Yeah. What what gig? I think it was the Powder Monkeys. Nice. I uh, saw the Powder Monkeys once. Yeah. And I forget the lead singer's name who's... Tim Hammond's lead. He was not having a good time at, and he couldn't get his guitar strap over his head for the first five minutes of the gig and had to make the house lights go up and then someone just came <laughs> up and put his guitar strap over his head <laughs> and he played amazingly. Like, didn't miss a thing. Like, yeah. And he Was he... Or, he was a bass player, right? He played guitar, oh, I thought, but I, I don't know. But it was, it was yeah, great. They're an amazing band. But <laughs> yeah, I woke up the next day and my um my T-shirt that I'd been wearing had floor stains all over it. Like the, it was like a the Shroud of Turin, Jesus' face, but the floor <laughs> of the SP. <laughs> well, so you took the shirt off and looked at it and went, that's the face of the SP floor there. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I got stage dived onto in the crowd at the SP. This is years ago. I'd bought a pair of jeans that day. Yeah. I'm walking to the gig and they rip. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to take these back tomorrow because I just bought them. And then I'm at the gig and then someone stage dives onto me. I fall onto the SB floor, just disgusting, get up, I'm covered in filth. So I take the pants back the next day and I'm like, yeah, just wearing these down the street. And they just ripped and they're like covered, <laughs> covered in like grime and just like clearly reek of beer. And the guy's like, so what were you, where were you walking? I'm like, just walking the dog, you know, just <laughs> around the corner and got away with it. Got a new pair of jeans oh, out of it. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's ins- I, I, yeah, now I'm lying awake at night thinking of things I could have brought back. That's <laughs> fucking insane. That's uh, crazy to think that you can remember specific details about that podcast you did with us six years ago and it was in your wild drinking days. Yeah. <laughs> you can remember packets of things. Yeah. Actually, we- this is the first podcast with us you've agreed to while sober, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I bet when you said yes to doing this all those years ago, you didn't think this was going to be such a long-term commitment where you'd be dragged in to do it every couple of years. Do you know what? It's like someone was having an argument with me about why do people celebrate birthdays? Like, are they so needy to be, you know, surrounded by approval and recognition once a year for doing something that they actually had nothing to do with for mm. being born. Yeah. But, it, but doing a podcast with you guys, this would be like touching base and kind of going, oh, yeah, remember how sad I was when you did that <laughs> <laughs> that little nightclub show where you talked about Denise Drysdale's tears? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have got to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. I might just splice the whole thing in here now in this right. episode for people. Right. You didn't talk about them at length, but she has shown me her boobs because she was so proud of the fact that she'd had a breast reduction. Mm-hmm. I think pe- women who've wanted a breast reduction have often wanted them for 20 or 30 years before they finally go and go through with it because so many yeah. people are like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Right. So she got a kilogram taken out of each tit, which is a huge amount of weight to be carrying around. And then it was they were just kind of neatly stitched back up and she was just like, look at my titties. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that, the, the idea that you would go in and have it done by weight. Like, yeah. Do you go into the doctor and do you dictate? Do you have the measurement in your head that you want taken out? It's just such a shame you can't go to the gym and there's a machine there to get weight off your boobs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a shame. <laughs> what, a, what a shame. <laughs> well, it's a shame for Denise, obviously. She, she would have saved herself a doctor's appointment. So she's what? She's just had it done. Just do sit-ups on your boobs somehow? Or, you, know, like, <laughs> you really don't know much about, <laughs> about the gym, about the female anatomy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I put my hand up for all of it, yeah. No, so anyway, so back at the this club where I did the podcast with yep. you guys. Our sad little club. I had yeah. been fired from two of my jobs. Uh-huh. I think th- – and and so I hadn't left the house for a couple of weeks and it was like, come come down and do our podcast. And I was like, really? I'm just a loser. <laughs> I got no job. This has just confirmed it by being part of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like, how exciting since yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. you. <laughs> we've got a real-life girl coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Luke, what's his name, came in? McGregor. McGregor? Yeah. yeah, and he came from the back to the front. This is just like a clip show now. <laughs> this is great. This is we're in just a by walking in, everyone laughed, just at his face. Yeah. 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 Which That's... is how I felt when I looked at you today, Carl. Like, <laughs> oh. I like, oh. Carl's got a funny face. Like, I just feel happy looking How's at How does it feel, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not you for once. You'd be so nice now that she doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I might get out there. I've got some beers in the fridge if we want to... <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, I've got uh, – we've been talking about beer a little bit on this show recently because we had um, – a few weeks ago we were doing an episode of this and we had a couple of beers uh, that we were drinking while we were recording. Carl went to open one and it was like half sealed and half empty as we bought it from the shop. It was a bottle of Peroni. So we hit up Peroni and we're trying to get anything out of him. You know, we've never really – we've never gotten any kind of, what, anything free really as a result. Of, oh, we've gotten things here and there. But we were trying to get yeah. some kind of yeah, because it was happening live on the show. I guess we get a half, uh, uh, you know, we're getting real reactions. So it's obviously not a very good uh, plug for Peroni. We're yeah. getting half a beer, so we're furious. We're trying to fill airtime. Yeah, so we're trying we to get st- justice from Peroni. <laughs> you know, we're emailing them. We get we sort of get no, nothing back from them. Then a listener of this show messages us to tell us that he emailed Asahi with the photo of us, hold, uh, Carl, holding the half empty beer. And said, hey, this happened on a podcast that I listened to. But he's clipped it. No, no, no. He clipped- Did he say it was him? Yeah, he said it was him. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he clipped me out of the picture just with his hand and went, oh, this, this, uh, this is what's happened. And just pretended it was him. And then they sent him free beer. Yeah. So, meanwhile, we've got nothing out of this. <laughs> yeah. 
And also, he's emailed a different beer. Like, I know they're the same company. Yeah. But he's – anyway, so I email Asahi and I go, look – I know it's you know it's not your fault. You've been fooled by one of our listeners. Here's the situation. It'd be great to get some kind of justice for this. You know, we obviously we want we want you know we want a good result here. We want to talk about the brand on the pod. Then a few days after this, I get a call from a lady who works in customer relations at oh. Asahi. Right, I pick up a hello, and she's like, "Hi, is this um." Is this the guy who was emailing Asahi about the about the podcast or something? <laughs> she's fed up. Like she's <laughs> she's got a hard enough job without some idiot just emailing her about a fucking podcast that he does. So I'm talking to her and she's like, "Yeah, look, all right, we'll send you some stuff out. We'll send you some Asahi great. for the podcast." So I'm thinking, this is great. Mm. You know, I love Asahi. You know, we talk on the show a lot about my love of Japan. I'm thinking this could be the start of us being the spokespeople for Asahi. You know, this could be the start of us being big in Japan, right? <laughs> I was hoping for like 150 mil of beer. You know. <laughs> I've got yen signs in my eyes, right? <laughs> so what I, what I then did, we've talked in the past about how we have a listener of the show who lives in Japan who's Japanese, bilingual. So I hit her up. I was like, hey, we're going to talk about Asahi on the God, pod. where is this going? Yeah, is this why Yumi's <laughs> been invited on today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to do an ad for us. I want to kickstart this. I'll do an ad for Asahi on the pod. I want to do it in both languages. Right. I'll do it in Japanese as well. Yep. So we can send it to the, you know, the head comp, the head, you know, of Asahi. This can be the beginning of the pitch to us being, you know, the spokesman for it over this there. Is, this is like us, Bill Murray lost it in translation style. Exactly, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. right. So she sends, she translates this thing back. She sends it back phonetically. I'm all ready to go. I'm thinking this would be great. Read it out on the pod. Mm. As I'm driving here, I realise they never fucking sent it. Oh. This is like three weeks ago. She's got me on the phone and gone, "Yeah, yeah, I'll send. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you some Asahi." They've fucked me. They've played me. <laughs> they thought they were just going to get a big free ad out of me and just not have to send me any product. So how how have you followed up with them? Have you written back to them? No, not yet. What more can I do? I'm not going to now be on the foot. Like you, you want me to call them, don't you? Yeah. I kind of do, yeah. I kind of do. this is Yumi Steins. I'm half Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Asahi's not got nothing to do with Japan now here in Australia. It's just like Tui's, right? Yeah, it's owned by the same people as... No, no, they well, they bought out Carlton United yeah. Breweries here, it's I think. It's just trash so. now. They, they make, My mum is Japanese, right? Okay. She gets, she used to do this when I was a drinker, right, for the whole family. She'd go to the Japanese grocer and buy six-pack cans of Sapporo beer mm-hmm. for the entire family. So we'd all get a six-pack each with those big 800ml cans. Yeah. yeah. But they were the proper ones because she'd get them from the Japanese grocer. So they'd been made in Japan and they tasted right. Yeah. The ones you get at the bottle shop just taste like Carlton United Breweries yeah, beer. Yeah, Sorry yeah. to break it to I've, you. No, I've got a friend who's like that, who's just one of those guys who's like yeah, obsessive about going in and – We'll rinse the bottle shop owner. It's like, mate, you've got to import this stuff. You can't just have the stuff that's bottled here. This is shit. But, yeah, I don't know. I think – I don't know what we do from here because I think – Well, it's the same deal as, you know, a couple of weeks ago. uh, So another thing that we've been ripped off about lately is we entered a a competition for Sunrise and they never announced who the winners were. And I I tried to rig it as much as I could. I thought, we've definitely got this in the bag. And (laughs) – we didn't win it. We didn't win it. And it was like it was a trip of like eight people to go to Thailand. I was right. like, this is the fucking dream, mm. absolute dream. They didn't announce who won. Who won. We did, we obviously didn't win. They didn't announce who won. I'm like, isn't that a rule that you have to announce who won? Anyway, they didn't a big announce prize it. too. You think for the show that would be a good thing for the show to announce who wins? Yeah. So then, um, 
we were like flooding social media with like fuck sunrise, you know. And then I started hitting up the Today Show and going, oh, you know, you should you should sponsor us or whatever because uh, uh, we're happy to get on board you guys. Uh, fuck sunrise, and then they hit me up. Like the, <laughs> you the boss. was just thinking, how did this get sadder than when I was <laughs> yeah, on six yeah. years ago? <laughs> the, the boss of the boss of Today Show hits me up and goes, you know what, we're on board, awesome. You know, we'll we'll, we'll sort you out with a holiday. Great. And I'm like, great. Yeah, I'll get back to you. I'm like, great. That was like a month ago. I, I, I keep hitting him up every second day going, is anything happening? He's like, nothing. No, crickets. I think that you don't understand how it works in TV, Carl. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine to be, to be uh, explained to. Okay, so they, they're really busy, and A, and they don't, B, they don't care. So you have to make everything super, super easy for them. Right. So, so show them the deal that you want, the package provider. The, num- the names of, uh, of your guests, their dates of birth. Oh, like, like preferred little, travel time. Like a little kid with their birthday list. Here's yeah. what I want. And then, um, and then make it something, something that they can then go, yep, got it. Let's make that happen. Okay. Now I, your price. But this is all going through Twitter. I don't think the person in charge of the Today Twitter No, page. no, 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 no. Because then it transferred to email. I was talking oh, okay. to like the head honcho in there. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So it, it, should be, it should be happening. But I'll just check my email again. Still nothing <laughs> happening. But. Yeah, I, think, I think Today have a few more problems than just <laughs> this prize at the minute. Oh, what's their problems? They're, they're, no one's watching that show anymore. Oh. Well, we could change that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the, but that's the thing. I was like saying, oh, here's our... Influence or here's our listeners or whatever, and and it's like you know when you th- when you look at uh, uh, breakfast TV, not a lot of people actually watch it. Like no, it, it, you know all of if all of our listeners got on board a breakfast TV show, it would make a huge jump. It's an actual thing, so they should be at our doorstep giving us fucking trips to Thailand for sure. We could be the you know the Thai. Cash cow, or whatever the fuck. It is, you know? <laughs> What's the Today Show one? Is there? A it, thing I like wake that? up with Today. That's all they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because anyway. we did. I mean, we talk a lot on the show about the the crushing defeats that we have. Things seldom go right for us, and then we had this week where all of a sudden it's like Today are coming to the party. We're getting a free holiday. Yeah, Asahi are going to send us free beer, <laughs> yeah. and then they've both just fucked us and left us on yeah. red. Yeah, and we've both given them an ad on the show and gone, oh, fucking these guys, everyone, support our friends. And then they just go, no, thanks. They're just no. absolutely ghosts. That'll Fuck. do. Yeah. I reckon you need to just send another follow-up email. Get Tommy to write it because, Carl, last time you wrote an email to someone, you fucked it up with the crunchy gate. Tommy, write an email to them. Just say, hey, this is what's happening. Our listeners are on board. We're going to really promote your programs mm-hmm. or your beer. I reckon you'll get it. Yeah, maybe. Yumi Steins is involved. Well, hopefully now that we've talked about know. it on this app, we've got the star power of Yumi Steins. Maybe this, maybe this does something for us. Do you know what? Maybe your branding doesn't align with Peronis enough. Hmm. Yeah, but because if you look I, at look at their ads and stuff, it's it's beautiful women, right? Yeah, and so <laughs> you guys, maybe you need to look for a VB sponsorship. Beautiful women, the exact kind that are absolutely repelled and disgusted by me. How much more perfect could it be? <laughs> That's what I was thinking about the Today Show. Actually, I was thinking maybe you know they were all like yeah 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 yeah, and then I think they probably had to listen to one episode and went nah actually. Yeah. <laughs> Block. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. What? What? Do, do we give up on this? Is there anything? No. Else we can fuck do? no. Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm going to get this out of them. And if not, I'm going to set them on fire and absolutely start a campaign online to never watch that TV show again. Yeah. So, so what's so from here? You're just going to keep just yes. keep up the emailing. Yes. So absolutely. Who are, you, who are you angry at? Sunrise or today? I, Ourselves. Uh, everyone. <laughs> life. <laughs> the divine creator yeah. who set us on this path. <laughs> no, since then you've got a podcast now as well, Yumi. Yeah. So uh, welcome to this life. Mm. Um, except yours is yours is 
probably a, a, a lot more official and successful. Well, no, we do all right. What, what are your numbers? Are you allowed to talk about? Nah, it? nah. I, I think I think always when you when you take the mystery out of uh, uh, podcasting, once you talk numbers, so you know, I, at you the sold moment, out the Sydney Opera House. You yeah, got good numbers. We we do all right. We made three hundred people fly to Thailand. You know, That's we amazing. we do fine. Yeah. We do all right. Um, but you've got you've got a very similar uh, podcast to us. <laughs> Why is everyone Your laughing? Face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? Uh, we need to talk. It's ladies. Ladies. Ladies, we need to talk. Yeah. Right, sorry. So, which is very similar to ours. Very similar. I think. Yeah. No, because all people think that, like, literally no girls listen to our podcast. Whereas I think it's about a 60 40 split. It's, like, surprising. People just think it's, like, fuckhead guys in 5XL t shirts that come to our sh- live shows and listen to us, and that's it. And, and it's yes, they not. are out there. <laughs> they definitely are. There are, are there. some. There are some. But so, so there is in society. It's mm-hmm. all, you know, I think it's pretty indicative of general in society. But I think we're about a 60 40 split of girls. So. Uh, definitely, you know, whenever we uh, when we have girls on the show, there's heaps of girls are always like, you know, we should get more girls on. So they're very happy. Um, but your podcast, I imagine, would be. Have you got much of a? Are you, are you the other way? Have you got any guys that are listening? Yeah, a lot of guys listen, but we don't have. St- well, I've never seen stats on the the gender split. Yeah. So I can't say for sure. Guessing, I'd say ninety percent women listen. Yeah. And um, the the men who listen love it because yep. it's like eavesdropping on that conversation that girls have when they feel like there are no men around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they lean in, and they're like, and then this happens. Yeah, because and the, yeah, so their ears prick up and they get a lot of intel that they really, really enjoy having access to. Is it you and someone from Dolly Doctor? Is that no? Her? So I've, that's the book I wrote book, about okay. periods, yeah. which is Melissa, Dr. Melissa Kang, who's a specialist in adolescent health and and sexual health. But um, no, it's just me, and then we have lots of guests. So usually, yeah. it's the most recent ep is about STIs. So we did a call out for women who've had STIs and to come on and talk about their experience of it. And then, of course, doctors or people in the medical profession who talk about being on the other side of dealing with, with that for women. So when did it turn from STDs to STIs? Uh, so it's STI, what does the I stand for? Infections. infections. Sexually inf- uh, uh, transmitted. transmitted. <laughs> Infection. <laughs> Infection, yeah. Because it's not a disease. That's just my cover of just, I don't even know how to say it, let alone yeah. have it. So I'm well, clean, everyone. Speaking of STIs, last week I went to the doctor because I have uh, high cholesterol. Uh-huh. And my dad. That's, a, that's not one of them, by the yeah, way. No, just so you know. So, I fucked someone with high cholesterol. <laughs> and now I've I, got it. I fucked a fat lady and now I have high cholesterol. Well, because it runs in my family. Both, both sides of my family have high cholesterol, so I always try and get... And it, it's in the high section at the minute, so I'm on medication now. But I had to do a urine test because they test for protein. If you've got high protein in your urine, that's bad for your heart. And so I went to get my test results back, and the guy, the doctor, just had a whole stack of pages. was going, all right, this uh, first one. Okay, so you don't have chlamydia. That's good. I'm like, what did we do? And he was testing me for STIs as well without asking oh. me. Oh. Sure, did you did ask. you wonder? Did you wonder when he was testing for cholesterol by sticking a, a, like a rod up your dick? <laughs> <laughs> did you not wonder about any of that? Or <laughs> that's good though, right? Isn't that what? It's you... fine, but surely you ask them first. Oh, we're going to do a whole bunch of STI testing, right. not just bring up because I've been with my wife for sixteen years. Right, okay, if right. I've got an STI, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> right. So, if, yeah. so if, if the doctor had a, you had to walk back in and he checks his clipboard and said, um, "Josh L, you have AIDS," you'd yeah. be like, "How dare you?" <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's, that's private men's business. Actually, how dare you bring that up? <laughs> but yeah, I don't. You think 
you should ask first. Say, oh, we're going to do a test and it's not going to be yeah, yeah, cholesterol, yeah. blood pressure. Yeah. It's going to be for yeah. everything. Yeah. I reckon they just were reading out someone else's results. Oh, so I might just have it. <laughs> Did Great. You? <laughs> I've got gonorrhea. Did he say your name? Did he say Josh? Yes. He said Josh. He said, yeah, yeah, it was all legit. Right. Was it, I think. That is was, weird. Yeah, was it just a general thing? Like he just said, you look like you don't you have got, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you look pretty clean. I don't, I don't know. No, it was the proper official tests. Like, I don't know. I don't think they should have to tell you. Because if you they know? find that you've got it, then it, you need to know that. So that's good that you know. Oh, I don't know. I reckon. It is a weird thing to not bring it up to say you will get these yeah, results we're gonna on test top you of everything this. else. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because it is a weird thing to somehow use the same test for cholesterol. Yeah. That it does for her. <laughs> Chlamydia. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's weird. But anyway. Um, Sorry, I sidetracked that. This no, is a busy <laughs> jug of piss that you had on the go, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there protein in it? Did it look like no, I had it? No, because no, I was worried. Because I, I go to the gym and I take protein powder afterwards, I was worried that it could be high because I didn't even look up on that. I said, oh, that's healthy. That's You buy it from the health food shop, so it must be healthy yeah. for you. And I'm fine. It's right. Just got to take some heart medication. It's just I'm getting old. sexier and sexier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, there, like I said, there is plenty of boys that uh, listen to this show. Um, and, you know, Tommy's single. So I thought maybe. Oh. It, <laughs> well, Good acting looking shock, <laughs> Yumi. <laughs> I noticed when you came in, Carl was talking about his kid. You asked Josh if he had kids. No need to ask me. <laughs> No, she was just like, whose kid is this? <laughs> have you got have you got like maybe three tips of like what boys should know? About? About girls. That like I think I think you know, I think even the people here should know more about girls, but definitely the listeners of this show. Yeah, well What's something that we sh- we should know that, that guys don't know? So I have so much advice about that. Well, three is fine. Well, maybe I'll just start with one because this one might bring us undone. But this is something I'd like to tattoo so somewhere or, or sculpt in, in stone. And it's quite sexual, so just bear with me. Nice. When <laughs> you're a straight man having sex with a straight woman. Tommy, heard of it? remember that? Yeah. <laughs> men, I'm, I'm married. I've just had a child, so I'm struggling to remember as well. So, yeah. Men uh, have a tendency, and this is very universal, to go straight for your pussy. Right. And women really would love it if you would delay that. Go straight to the... (laughs) (laughs) I was going in, I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) The pornos I've been watching are right. (laughs) (laughs) No, so there's so much... So, okay. So, you're saying saying that's, that's, that's in any shape or form in terms of hand, mouth... Anything yes, else? Yes, absolutely. Right. In any using anything, yep. just leave it alone for right. as long as you can. Right. Don't go there, and then uh, use your imagination to think of all the, the places that it's lovely for a woman to be touched. So I think for a man, it's really lovely to be touched on your penis. Mm. <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the thing I uh, came to mind for me first of all. Um, really? Absolutely, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the, well, the, I can't uh, remember another part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> the mistake is that men think that the same applies to women, and it really doesn't. Right. Uh-huh. So there's, there's. So few, we are different. <laughs> okay. So there are beautiful ways that you can get you can get into the language of sex and stimulation that don't involve the pussy, right? Like even. Even the hands, um, hair, yeah, 
It doesn't even have to be something where you have to remove items of clothing. Mm. So if if you picture this like a graph, right? Um, well, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, isn't it? I'm so sorry to get so sexual. No, this is great. Uh, so I always think of it as uh, so. This is time on the on the uh, x-axis. Right, that's down the, the bottom. Yep, and on the y-axis, this is arousal. Right. Okay. Right. So arousal going straight up. <laughs> I like it. I so like it. end of graph. Um, <laughs> let's say you do a lot of touching and kissing and necking and nuzzling and all the things that women really like. Right. You're gonna across time. You're gonna get the woman really, really, really re- aroused. It's gonna go up in a lovely straight. It's line. going up right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the minute you put your finger on or in her pussy, it's not the arousal's not gonna go up anymore. Right. It's gonna flatline. So the later you leave that moment the more horny she will get, which means the whole sexual experience for her will be so much better. The minute you stick your fingers there, that's it. She's not going to go any further. Right. Right? Oh, my God. I've got to make some phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> so just delay that. There's a bunch of other places that you can touch. And then – so that's that's part one of that. Part B is um, – when you are touching it. Fuck, this is confusing. Part one and part B. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much about women that's mysterious to me. I just go from numbers to letters. No wonder I fucking got no They're idea. They're speaking their own language. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Part two, not part three. Part two of that is um, once you are there in the underpants area, what what you're touching, the, so imagine the pressure that you're applying is a 10, right? Mm-hmm. Aim to do it at a one. Right. Uh, this is universal as well. Men generally, and that's tongue, hands, whatever, penis. Imagine just dial it right back, and then if she wants more, she can ask for it. Right. <laughs> it's the most stunning. Carl's face no, no. just looks so shocked. <laughs> just thinking of questions. Yeah. yeah. Just the computer with smoke coming out of it and just reams of paper yeah. just flying out. Just going back through a lot of memories of like confused faces and. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice for all men listening who are straight. So I felt okay. like I had a good, when I was seventeen, my girlfriend was twenty-one, and she'd been with enough people that she was good at going. No, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And so she always told me, "Don't just go straight for the clitoris." That's yeah. like because that was the thing I got. Because it was always told, oh, men can't find it. So I'm going to be good at finding it. Yeah. yeah. And then bang. <laughs> 17. <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> but it was. And then I'm like, once I find it, this is going to be great. And then yeah. she's like, no, just go, slow down. Don't just go there. So is that another good tip? Oh, totally. Good. Totally. Okay. Yeah. It's good if you can Thanks, find Megan, it. Thanks, Megan, for telling me that. Yeah. But most men, when they find it, they apply a 10 when they need to apply a 1. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think you know. That idea of the cliche of, of guys, you know, being selfish lovers and, you know, not not attending to business down there and stuff like that. I think I've always been like that guy that's oh, been God. like gung-ho going, <laughs> well, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll get this done. I will absolutely get everything done oh, first. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to eat my veggies yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll earn my dessert. Don't worry about that, all right? I'm going to get to work. Fucking hell. And when I'm finished with you, you'll be very happy, all right? Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's get down to it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I'm listening to all of your words now is slightly slightly the wrong thing, maybe. Just you saying very that. Determined, <laughs> very determined. Very determined right. to do the right thing. Yeah. Just you saying that while we're in a room surrounded by children's paraphernalia. <laughs> it's hey, what can I say? I get results. But I hey? always find that once, say you're giving them a massage first, it's always going to lead to, you know, 
if they're lying on their stomach and you're giving a massage, and then half their body's not done because you're going to work your way down, and then you're going to stay at that area for way longer than you need to, and then their legs are going to be like, oh, well, I'm all tense on my legs now. <laughs> no. <laughs> What, what, are are you you yeah. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Right, your front, Tommy. I'll give you a massage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. you'll notice, I start with your shoulders. I'll work my way down. Right. And then once I'm at the area, I'll, you know, then you that'll just, lead to something else. And then your leg's going to be tense because I'm not going to massage your legs after I've finished. Okay. <laughs> You're just reminding me of, like, so many creepy guys. I, yeah, I feel way better about what I said now, yeah. actually. I'm, I'm fine. Just I'm the fine. classic creepy high school mate who, like, got super into giving massages. Yeah, yeah. With that yes. oh, party. No. like, my girls want a massage. I yeah. went to – I did a theatre degree. That was three years Ugh. of me just going, I'm not massaging anyone. You're all sex pests. <laughs> yeah, yes. Every morning there's guys there massaging you. You know they just want to have sex with yeah. you. And, and now look at you going, you get down to the lakes and they're a bit tense. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking Once about? Once you get there, you just have sex, and then it's like then the rest of the massage is gone. It was all just a ruse to have sex, well, and you know, because it's the person that you're married to, or well, me anyway. It's like <laughs> I know we're just gonna have sex. This isn't why are we transferable advice, Yumi. What do you think about this breakdown that's happening over here? Is there is there anything good there, coming out of this? <laughs> there's definitely a breakdown occurring. <laughs> so, Josh, what you're saying is that by the time you get to the bottom. Yeah. You're horny, right? Yes, and exactly. You're, you're starting to, like, get your face in there. And you're just getting... Yeah. yeah. Does any of this ring true? Yeah, but the thing is, this is... Okay, just for, for me to give you some good advice. First of all, you had a Mrs. Robinson when you were 17. Yeah. yeah. That's really good, but don't think that you know it all. No, definitely not. Because you can still learn and you can still top up your knowledge and you know, maybe try something new. The other thing is women love just a no-strings massage, like an actual massage that doesn't necessarily lead to sex. Now, and that's what I was going to say. Now, yeah. is, is massage a dodgy gateway? Is that is it? Does it bring up any alarm bells? Because to me, massage is a sort of... Uh, yeah, yeah, like the skill set of a of a creep, of a weirdo, sort of. No, and, no. Um, and maybe not all the time. Second only to magic tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. The domain of the pest. No, yes. but it is really appreciated, uh, which translates to horniness in the bank. So it's right. appreciated by women when you can just have a, a massage that is just a massage and doesn't lead to sex. Yeah. But then the next time sex is being initiated, they're fit, they're remembering. That strings free massage. Yeah, from and they're the like, God, oh, I loved that. Yeah, and they're okay. so they're into you. They're into you. As he long as you don't finish was... the massage by like bringing out your <laughs> yeah. wallet and then like writing in it, I did one massage <laughs> yeah. on this yeah, date. Right, yeah. He could tell that I was really tense in the leg and he was still able to control himself. <laughs> I'm coming from a guy, I've been married for 10 years. If we're both naked, we know what's going to happen. It's no, there's no surprises left. What, are you going to go take a dump in, the, <laughs> in yeah, front of each years. other? It's like, that's what it is. We're it? both naked, yeah. you know what's going to happen and that's what I said, Your Honour. Uh, <laughs> Taking a dump in front of each other, where's that on the graph? Where's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is the line still going up? No, no. <laughs> I think I'm, like, a lot of people are into just being really open, but I'm not. I think that, the, that some doors should remain closed, even yeah. in, in yeah, a agree. long marriage. The yes. last long-term relationship I was in, we yeah, got to a point where yeah, we were living together and there was a lot of openness. And it's like, it's kind of cool in its own way to begin with because it's like, oh, this shows that we're you know really strong together and everything. But then it's like, well, you can't close that door again. And <laughs> God, it'd be nice to just have just have a vacation where we just pretend for like a week <laughs> that we that we never cross this. Where well, I'm threshold. not seeing her. Poo face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> sure. 
Um, I'm 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 now. Yeah, I've always been a closed door bathroom, closed door, no matter what. Oh, but you're having, such a gentleman. No, but <laughs> no, but sometimes I'm insisting on the other person doing. Can you it. close it? Yeah. Yeah. But now with a with a child, it's just, there's a few bathroom doors just creeping open now, mm. which is just a slightly. I'm not. I'm not. And are you, are you going to? Ex- are you just accepting that that's part of? Yeah, part of the package, or a, are you a little bit? Still... Just, it's just creeping in a little bit. I'm I'm trying to make sure it doesn't happen, but there's, yeah, there's just a few times now where it makes it harder. I think. I think that unlike Tommy's belief, you can go back. You can say, "All right, we had a bit of time while the baby was little. Let's right. now resume keeping the door shut." Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, forever. good. And you can be a fucking adult and go. Hey, remember how we chat in front of each other? <laughs> <laughs> let's wind that back because I quite like having the door closed. Yeah. <laughs> let's role play. <laughs> yeah, let's role play. We'll both pretend to be good people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> both pretend we're extremely repressed. Yeah. All right, so that was tip one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Second right. tip. Tip one, sex tips. And, you I've know, learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, but I can't help feel that, at least as far as I'm concerned, we really are putting the cart before the horse here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. No, but no, but look, that's good because massages, again, I, you know, I realize I've probably got the wrong idea. I, I think I'm a bit too competitive because I'm like, I'm, I'm happy to give a really good massage to my wife, but then mm. she goes, oh, that's, that was great. Thank you so much. And now, um, you jump on the bed and I'll give you one. I go, nah, you're shit at it. I don't want one. <laughs> no, it's a waste of my fucking time. Like, you won't do it hard enough. And she's like, oh, okay. Right. Aww. Yeah. But I'm just like, I can't. I can't sit there and she's she's like, you know, I want to be thrown around the room when I have yeah, a massage. Yeah, yeah. I, understand I don't that. want someone just sort of doing fingertips and, and going, there you go, does yeah. that feel nice? I'm like, no, it actually doesn't feel <laughs> See, nice. I've never been yeah. one I'm really annoyed doing the massage in a relationship because I'd, I reckon I'd be really bad at it and it's, it's kind of a weird thing to me that people go, oh, we'll just give these to each other because it's mm. like, it's a thing that people study to do. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's a profession. It's like, now nah, I'll just fuck around on your shoulders yeah, and apply yeah, some yeah, pressure. Yeah. It's like, this is actually bad for you to like... Yeah. Give it to someone yeah, and not know I what you're doing. you can use some intuition. Yes. But maybe is there something that your partner could do that's not a massage that's physical and a way of like, do, do you like to have your forehead padded or your hair <laughs> rubbed or something? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you, I she's about given it. you a massage and you and she's like, do you, do you want something back? You could say, yeah, pat my whatever, your ears or. Oh, you know, you know what? You're right. Maybe I should do like my, <laughs> I think my legs would be good. Instead, I think with my back. And my shoulders, I just <laughs> need... Don't come to me for massage. Tense legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to that sweet hole of yours, Carl, and just stay there. <laughs> find some keys. <laughs> I think you'll find it's not so sweet, but yeah. Um, but that's a good idea. Maybe my legs. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I would quite like my so legs. So I had actually. a partner that really... Not, not my current one that really liked having his ears rubbed. So I can oh. do it in the car, you know. Well, he's driving and I just tug on his ears a bit. Just softly. I really like that. Okay. Anyway, tip number two really is, I think, and this is another serious one. Yeah. For straight men who love straight women, straight women, gay women, women of colour are in a state of siege at the moment and I think most of us are really fucking angry. And Trump is part of it. Um, Bullshit Boy is part of it. Um, the current. Do we know uh, who Bullshit Boy is? Scott Morrison. Oh, okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's a feeling some new meme thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a, yeah. It's a new meme. There's a, there's a feeling that um, there's a lot of gender inequality, and we're getting woke to it, and we're getting really pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. So I would really say, step the fuck up, bitches, because we are going to go to war and kick your bitch asses if you don't all step up a lot more than you do right now. 
What do we reckon, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you so really said that just direct, directly at me as well. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not fighting anyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> more or less massage. Right? <laughs> so do more at home. Right. Learn okay. to cook some more shit. Vacuum. Tidy up. Don't wait to be told. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder the mental load more. Remember birthdays. Remember shit like that that she does. Yes. Take on some of that stuff. Yeah. That is what I would do because women are just going to turn to other women and all you're going to be useful for is opening jam jars and we only need one of those guys per village. Yeah. Christ, I can't even fucking do that. Yeah. No, I can't really. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, all right. What's, what's the, what, what do you reckon is the most appreciated jobs then? Something like that. Like Again, like the massage. What's something mm-hmm. that's going to really stand out? What's, birthdays. Really? Yep. Right. So your own kids' birthdays, organise the party, organise the presents, contact the parents, do all that shit, and then your family, those birthday presents, those phone calls, yep. the, the card that you've got to send, the visits you've got to create and uh, follow through with, that's your fucking problem. If she's managing your people, like your mum, mm-hmm. that's not her job. Right. Same goes for you, Josh. Well, yeah. Josh, Josh is in that wheelhouse at the moment i guess i'm not quite there yet because yeah. i've got a seven month old so yeah there's the what, what can i what's what's the what's the hot tip for me what what do i get extra brownie points for competence with the baby i guess so you can feed the baby change the baby bath the baby you know well, I'm, stay at home i'm i'm roughly a stay at home dad at the moment so i'm 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 doing all right with all that stuff at the moment. Yeah, but are you? So because I have the same situation. <laughs> I'm doing my best. You've just yeah, walked in. You don't know me. Yeah, but because I have the same situation where I'm the breadwinner. My partner stays at home and he takes care of the kids. What a pussy! But he, can, <laughs> he can't cook, right? Yeah. So I get home. I am like, uh, I'm fucking working my ring off. Right. Yep. I have been running at a sprint all day. I walk through the door. There is nothing to eat. He has right. not thought about that. He hasn't put food in the fridge. And I am so – I walk in the house and I'm still sprinting. It doesn't, it doesn't stop for me. Yep. And then I look around. There's shit all over the floor. Clean up. Yep, yep. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I realise I'm, I'm guilty. There's a gender <laughs> division in labour at home where women are shouldering most of that and men are quite happy to just piggyback on that. Right. Because it's – and I would do the same if I were a man. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. You've got a sweet deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I'm – I'm laundry, dishes, uh, I'm not so much cook, cooking though. So, <laughs> so yeah. I yes. brought you a cookbook. Yes. Learn a couple of things. The it's, Zero Fucks cookbook. Yeah, it, it seriously can change so much if you can cook two or three dishes that are actually yummy yeah. and healthy and help her feel yummy and powerful and like green things are really good. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can really make a difference. Yeah, great. Sorry to be so serious. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. I ask. Like, I'm, I'm interested in this stuff. I know it's, it, it does feel a little bit like we've got an a, a, a alien from Mars and we're studying them. We've got a girl on the podcast and we're like, what's it like? What's it like? I just like these guys being put on blast because they're in marriages about what they could do better and it's just like just being alone finally pays off. Like, yeah, I probably would. I would do all that stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm fine. I am pretty good though. I mean, Beck, pretty – Straight down the middle of everything. I, my job is always getting the kids ready for school and always getting them out the door and, uh, on time. And she she works very early in the morning, so she's out at the door. And then I, she does cook most of the dishes though at, for dinner, mm. but I do all the lunches and all that kind of stuff for mm. them. So it's it's all right. But I know so I do the cakes for their birthday, and I think that's a bullshit. People, are like, oh, aren't you great? And I'm like, no, because I'm getting credit on that one as well. Which I think is because it's a show off. Oh, here's the cake. Whereas yeah, Beck yeah. is probably she sent out all the invitations to the parents and all that oh. kind of shit. So. I'll, I'll make sure I'll I'll get on that text chain. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, there should be like a table of like what everything is really worth. So it's like amount of time and effort versus props that you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if totally. something's relatively low effort but everyone sees it and goes, yeah. good on you. Because cake, like, yeah. cake yeah. is very showy and it's very clearly once a year. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Whereas like vacuuming, that takes a long time. It's difficult work. No one comes in and goes, wow, this yeah. floor's immaculate. Yeah. What, what you'll find, Tommy, when someone does finally fall in love with you... <laughs> and make- when? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Is, is that men, no matter what they do, their their uh, the thank you and the credit is amplified for me. Uh, okay, right. With, with oh. parenting related stuff, isn't? Yeah. It? As soon as you go out to any playground with your kid, you get so many more compliments mm. as a man. Yeah. Like, Aren't you a good dad? Where you're just pretty much sitting there on your phone, going, "Oh yeah, it's, this is what, what am I meant to be doing?" Mm. Yeah. Whereas my wife, when she took my, one of my kids out, he'd lost his shoe. Did, she didn't realise, like he's in the pram, and a woman scolded, "He's going to get cold feet. He'll get a cold. You should oh find, put another shoe on him." And I'm like, "She's like, I can't win. Can't win." So, the, so for the women listeners, that forty percent that are listening, mm. the other thing that I've quit. So I've quit birthdays, and if my partner doesn't do it, I, it doesn't happen. Wait, what? You quit birthdays? So I don't. Don't do any of the birthday stuff. Oh, right. Okay. I thought um, you just didn't believe in birthdays. No, right. no. Okay. So, it's a construct. Her yeah. and her partner really tried to have a baby on a leap year on <laughs> right, right. February 29. Uh, yeah. uh, so he organises it or it doesn't happen, which means it often doesn't happen, yeah. which is fine. I've quit book week. So, book oh, so this, Now, this is the thing. That I, I don't think we really had book week when, when I was... Yeah, no. yeah. So book week for you, for those of you who don't know, you, your kid has to dress up as a character from a book and kind of probably will be asked to talk about why they yeah. chose that that character. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm can't be bothered. I'm quite busy. I'm not interested. So that's my partner's problem. And this year, for the first time ever, I quit Christmas. Oh, Love it. oh. yeah. I'm not doing it because I work my ass off to make everything fantastic for everyone and everyone feels included and there's great food and the pre- right presents are bought. Fuck it, I'm not doing it this year. Right. We can eat whatever. Maybe we'll eat KFC or maybe we'll, you know, we'll eat some delicious salad. Um, the kids will still have a good time. Someone will get them presents for sure, but I'm not going to kill myself over it. Yeah, yeah, love it. I haven't done that. I've, I've only done the traditional Christmas, but I do. I am fascinated with the idea of going to KFC for Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's just, big in Japan. Yeah, it's very yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and KFC is pretty good. Yeah, 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 totally. And and there's probably not a huge queue on Christmas Day. Maybe it, well, in Australia, it'd be closed. Surely, no, I think oh, it's open. It's open, is it? Mm. You got to have something open because there's plenty of people that don't yeah. have families and whatever. So you got to have. I, that's what I want to do. One, I mean, I do. I do really love my favorite meal of the entire year is my mum cooking a roast, and that's not me forcing my mum to cook a roast. <laughs> She enjoys it. I give her a massage. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I've got indigestion. (laughs) (laughs) Something just crawled back up inside yourself. Um, The graph is plummeting. (laughs) (laughs) But I do really love that. But I am am very intrigued by just going somewhere and letting someone else sort out, you know, in in a restaurant, in a shop, in a... Fast food restaurant, yeah. so or Carl actually doing it yourself. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's all not right. go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's baby steps. Yeah, Let's, because uh, because with children, it's often hard, like a restaurant is hard too because yes. they'll destroy it and they'll you know it'll cost a lot more. Yep. If you could learn to do great potatoes for the roast, I did. I already looked up this morning. I looked at some of your <laughs> tips in the in the cookbook already, and there's uh, some potato based things that looked. Extremely good. And good. Massive fan of the scallop potato. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. love it. Yeah. So that that already got bookmarked. Don't okay, worry. Good. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to learn a couple of your your little tricks. 
and uh, uh, surprise my wife with that. All right. Yeah, that'll be good. Can I, I have a follow a couple of follow up questions about the things that you've quit? So, um, so when you it. say you've quit birthdays, yep. So kids. So when you said your partner now will just forget to do them, so they don't happen. So that's like what your kids' birthdays. Your kids get excited for their birthday. They get up. Sorry, there's no birthday this year. <laughs> no, Is that so, an actual so, scenario that's happened? No, so the birthday party. Okay. So the birthday party is real. Like one of my good friends had a mental breakdown organising her kids' birthday party. And mm. I, f- I fell into a real – I don't know if it was a depression, but it was like a two-week slump where I was so out of power that I sort of fell in a heap for two weeks organising a kid's birthday. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure. You feel like it's an expression and a measure of your love for yep. your kid. And if you muck it up, then that's you not loving your child. So, so is there a lot more things – and again, like because I'm only broaching this now with a, with a child – there's, there was no book week growing up. Now book week's this big thing. Mm. It's the same with birthday parties. So when I was a kid, it was like, here's a bag of snakes alive. You know, pass it around. Um, See, that's the thing. <laughs> it wasn't like that then. Somebody made you a cake? Yeah. Somebody organised a bunch of kids to turn up with presents for you with probably some suggestions of what presents you liked. Not really. A time and a place. Let's make it from three till five at our house. So then cleaning the house and then providing enough food that they don't lose their minds because they've just eaten snakes alive. Yeah, yeah. Having to put up with the parents of other kids who they fucking can't stand. Oh, the worst. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's maybe you have to provide a bit of food for the parents as well or cups of tea and chit-chat and it's, it's really a lot more than just an afternoon. It's quite a lot of lead up time and then it's social pressure. Uh, you have to, what my friend says, you have to extrovert for a while. Right. Which yes. can be very draining for people. And then, um, you know, at the, at the same time, you're focusing on your kid. Please be happy. Please love every second of this. Keeping the danger away from the kid, the emotional threats. You know, it's really, really a huge load on a person. Yeah. And, and in generalizing, of course, but in a lot of heterosexual situations, the men don't see it. And you'll see them standing around with a beer in their hand chatting to the other dad. You're like, yeah, <laughs> 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 you <laughs> Now, I'm working the grill. I'm yeah, contributing. Yeah, well, good job. I'm turning the corn. Yeah. <laughs> turning the corn at the birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Even just having a barbecue at a birthday yeah, to keep yeah, like yeah, a yeah. four-year-old's yeah, birthday yeah. party who wants chops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who could stick a candle in a sausage? (laughs) Okay, so you've had so yeah, you've had kids' birthdays that just haven't eventuated Mm -hmm. and the kids have what? They know about this rule, they've been fine with that. Do they they go nuts? They forget after a while. So they hustle you out. When's when's my party gonna be? And I ask dad and then So you're not doing Christmas this year then? Well, um, yeah. Does your youngest still believe in Santa Claus? Yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Yep. So we're, we're totally hey, going to do people, Christmas. But sorry, some, sorry for listeners. listeners don't. <laughs> I'm just asking if you believe. If you don't believe, you don't receive kids. Okay. <laughs> no. So mentally, we'll, at least we yeah. have <laughs> listeners that are of that age. We'll do Christmas, but I'm not doing the Christmas. Yeah. So the kids will still get presents. I'm not buying any of them. Yeah. But someone nice. will, and they'll definitely have a fun time. But I'm not going to be, you know, going. We've got to make that special potato salad, and yeah. I've got to go to the fish market at 2 a.m. to get the perfect salmon or whatever. I'm not doing it. I love it. Yeah. My family aren't doing Christmas this year. We're going to Honolulu. Great. Yeah. Can't wait. That sounds amazing. Tommy's going to have sex for a bet. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a bet going on this pod. God knows how this started. We got caught in a riff where I've now been challenged to hook up with someone Christmas Day. (laughs) He's going to have Christmas sex in Hawaii. Yeah. Are you on Tinder? Well, I'm going to have to be, I guess. I guess, yeah. 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 Otherwise, he doesn't get that sweet sixty dollars. <laughs> so, and this is and this is a question that's come up off the back of this. Let's say I let's say I'm successful in this quest, yeah. and I get paid this money. Does that te- does that technically make me a sex worker? Yeah. No. Given that I have in effect been paid for sex. <laughs> 
Not by the not by the person that yeah. gets, that's getting the sex. So <laughs> no, maybe that's by, the line by a third party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's a bit dicey, Tommy. Are you yeah. feeling all right ethically about it? I'm feeling fine about it. Are you feeling? <laughs> Tom, Tommy's feeling fine about it because. It, I'm you, feeling you, fine you, about it. Be touched by a woman. I definitely am not gonna. I definitely don't want to just do this for the. It would be cool to meet someone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not gonna just go. Oh yeah, okay, whatever. Like I don't. That's gross. I don't want to do that. Okay. You know. I just imagine at one o'clock in the afternoon, you with your parents. All right, mum and dad, I'm off to. I've got to. I've got to finish this bet. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, Merry Christmas. But I've like, got to try uh, and have sex. I've got to organise the condom and the lube and meeting a woman. This is worse. Worse than organising Christmas lunch. No, I'm just picturing this woman going. And then I found out like three months later that he was doing it uh, for a bet. It's totally that, like a, yeah, a yeah, dodgy yeah. rom com, isn't it? Yeah. She's all that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It could be very hurtful for her if she thinks she's just. Being roped into something, yeah, yeah. So you don't you want to either disclose or you want to make sure you actually like it. So no, so yeah, I do a podcast and I'm doing this for a bet. So yeah. will you please have sex with me? <laughs> it might get people over the line. I just, I'll, I'll cut you in on the profits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go sixty forty with yeah. you. How's that sound? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Like, I don't, I don't want to be do. Yeah, I'm not going to just be like. Ruthlessly on Tinder, just finding anyone. But I do think it is because I've never, you know, some people when they travel there and they're single, the mm. big part of it is just you know you're a bit more carefree. You hook up. I've okay. never been that. I've never hooked up with someone when I've been traveling when I've been on a holiday. So it is, it's kind of that is. It's like interesting to sort of explore that. Plus, also, it is just a funny thing to be trying to do that when you're on a holiday with your parents. <laughs> How old are you now? Uh, 23. (laughs) (laughs) Guess, how old do you think I I am? I don't know. I don't know. 33. Okay. Yeah, we've known each other about 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Well, I think you should totally have sex on holidays anyway. Mm. Don't you reckon? Like, that's that's what we wish we could do. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you kind of got a bit of swagger on. You got money in your pocket, hopefully. You got the accent. Yeah, I've got the accent. Kid accent. There's a few months I could do a... Short course on massage before I head <laughs> yeah. over. Give myself the extra advantage. Listen back Hit to me this. up when you're there and I'll come in when they're, they're focusing on the legs. I'll come back for those in, ones. In Honolulu going, here's my point of difference. Yeah. I can give massages. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get that anywhere else here. I like this bit. The, and the girl turning around at one point and like sort of going, what are you doing? And you going, Yumi said to do this. <laughs> Where are you on the graph right now? Yeah. <laughs> point about. And eat your scallop potatoes. <laughs> what scares me about that? That, Tommy, is the idea of being nude in front of a stranger. The massage. The, bit? the having sex with someone new. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Does it get easier? Like, No. No. Well, but also this is the other thing. Like, Does it get harder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess too, like when you're – when you drink and you're single, a big part of it is like when you hook up. You know, you've had a few drinks, so you've alleviated that. Like people who quit drinking and then are still single and dating – that blows me away, mm. just how you navigate that. That seems like just so foreign. Mm. That's I, like I would love to get to a point where I quit drinking, but I think it would have to be – I'd have to be happily in a relationship and just being like – So if you were in a hookup situation meeting a girl at a bar and sex was a possibility, how many drinks would you have? Oh, good question. That's a really good question. Um so what, someone I've met there or yeah. I'm like on a first date? You're on a date. It's because a prearranged and it's the, thumbs, the thumbs are up. So, yeah, because that's a, it's a tricky one because you've got to have enough to have that Dutch courage but not too many to then not be able to function. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't want to – because I guess it's like if you're if the date's going well and you're having a good time and you're enjoying each other's company, then you're probably going to stay and have more drinks just because you're enjoying being around each other. So that means you're probably going to get to a point where, you, yeah, like you're saying, you probably are more drunk than you perhaps should be. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe – so there's you, no good. There's no good number to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there is a good number to say. Because yeah. you're a, you're a, you if you're having a good time out, you you drink pretty quickly as well. I drink very fast. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're you're. I a can fast put them away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Six? Eight? I'd say six. Probably six is the sweet I spot. I reckon you're being conservative. I am, I reckon I am too. I reckon you. I reckon you'd be eight. Probably eight. Yeah. Yeah. But once you know it's on then, if you, like, you know, you're both flirting, you go, oh, this is going to happen, will you just stop drinking? Um, see, this is the thing. I'm bad at reading those signs yep. and I'm not like a confident enough person to ever be around someone and be like, oh, yeah, this is definitely on. So in my So what's head, a girl I'm, have to do to get Tommy Daslow over the line then? Literally just say, let's get out of here and go to your place. Right. I have had that happen before where people have been like, are you fucking ever going to try anything or what? <laughs> and me be like, oh, I mean, I'd... Hate to presume. <laughs> it's like three in the morning by this point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got... And she's a, nude in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> she's beckoning with one finger. <laughs> I've got a lot of stories about male Australian friends travelling overseas who, um, you know, they might be in some fantastic place like Rio and they're at a bar and all the women are sexy and dancing and hardly drinking at all. Mm-hmm. And the Australian men are sort of hit this loop of drinking and pissing because you keep filling your bladder up with beer and you have to do loops back to the bar, mm-hmm. back to the toilet. Get tested for chlamydia, yeah. Round and round <laughs> and round and gradually spiral into a little booth hole mm-hmm. while the people who are a little bit more socially uh, uh, fluent, I guess, um, are dancing and being sexy with each other. Right? Yeah. Um, and the men go home alone because they haven't uh, interacted and they haven't got their sexy on. They've just got their drink on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that Australian men do a lot. And I think in that situation, let, let's say we'd been tindering and we got a kind of a good vibe and, mm-hmm. and you were being upfront about your expectations. And there was the a fact bit of, this is for a bet. This is for a bet. <laughs> well, the, you, you know, yeah, that's for a bet. And you're horny and you're single and, you're, you know, you're up for it and you're communicating mm-hmm. all this stuff. If we then met in a bar and you had to put away eight beers before you did anything, yeah. that would be really super, super boring to me. Yeah, okay. And I would be like, I would much rather fuck a guy two or three beers in when he's actually paying attention to me and my body and my needs than um, eight beers in when he's barely, like, <laughs> focusing and yeah. he's got to keep pissing and he might not get it up. Like that's really that really unappealing. Mm. Uh, in the hierarchy of what he's seeing, I want him to see me first and the beers second. Yeah. So I think like it, it could be inhibiting your ability to get, to get laid. You need to drink more. Yeah, I guess it's just a bit of an ingrained thing and, and I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking this of like you go out on a date and maybe like thinking that the other person needs to be loosened up a bit as well. Do you know what I mean? Like not going in and thinking like, well, this is a done deal. Mm. And it probably speaks to the amount of confidence I have with that kind of stuff, mm. which is, you know, utterly negligible. But just assuming that, yeah, well, she'd probably want to be having a few drinks as well, as well as me, right? Mm. But that's interesting to hear. That's probably not always the case. Well, a few is a few. A few is two or three. Yeah. But then after that, I think the horniness starts to be dialed down and the kind of spewy potential starts to be turned up. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Don't you think? I don't know, Josh. 
I, look, I'm not a very big drinker right. anyway. So, and I, yeah, but I don't, I don't really know. This is interesting. That, but I, I, I know there's many listeners writing this down. Go, fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, stop yeah. drinking. No, totally, totally. This is good. This is good advice. This is, I've got a few months until Honolulu. I've got a couple of months until Honolulu. I can go into preseason training. Yeah. <laughs> Weather's starting to get a bit better. This is you going to fuck school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, quickly, what's number three? Uh, That's it. Oh, Oh, right. Don't drink too much. Wow. It's not hot. And uh, that's for women and men. It's sloppy, man. It's being a sloppy bitch. Yeah. This is is you off the grogs and and then like... No one can drink. If I can't drink, no, no one can drink. I from totally now. get it. And I also eight was about my lucky number two with beers. I'd mm-hmm. have about eight and feel really that was like I got what I wanted. I'm, I'm on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. so if I didn't get laid, it'd be like. But I got my booze, and I think that booze was higher up in the hierarchy for me. But I'm happy when people drink. But I do look, look back on some of the opportunities I had to get laid that I fucked up because I was too too busy concentrating on drinking. Really? Yeah. Now, you know, I know that's a bit of a cliche, but that's very surprising to hear. I honestly think that's the first time I've ever heard those words come from a girl that, oh, I fucked up a chance of getting laid. Like, Mm -hmm. it's always guys going, well, I fucked up because obviously I'm a fucking idiot. I've never heard a girl say that. Yeah, and I think it's it's really important that women see how unsexy it is when they're sloppy. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's a decent guy will see that she's not making lucid choices and back away. Yeah. Right. And um and I think that the same goes for a girl, a straight girl looking at a guy. He's like, she's not feeling like a priority. She's going to back away. Yep. I kind of feel like I know what you mean now. I guess I think I do. In that I think guys are like. You know, look, hands down, guys are the dumbest. Guys are fucking idiots. Absolute morons. But a drunk Your, girl... Yours is the only hand up, though, Carl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, a, but a very drunk girl is like a new dimension. That's like... <laughs> oh, that's yeah, for something sure. so different. Like, guys are dumb, but super drunk girls are mental. Like, <laughs> yes. That's... I, I, I see... I can see what you mean about, about stuffing up in that way. Yeah, right. But it's interesting because, yeah, I think that is a pretty universal thought. I'd imagine it's kind of the same on both sides of just like, well, it is... A, it's a crutch. It's like if I'm going on a date, I don't know this person. I've only just conversed with them online. Especially now where I guess maybe in the past you would have at least met them mm. once or twice to a friend or at a party or whatever it is in exchange. It's like you are meeting people completely blind now through these apps and mm. you're going in and realising like, I know fucking nothing about this person. They're a, they're a face on a screen. They're a random thing from the internet and feeling like you need that, you know, that loosening up. Yeah. And then, of course, you have those couple to loosen up and now it's, then it's like, well, now I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying this vibe. So, hey, let's have another couple drinks. Mm. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, oh, it's been four hours and we're eight drinks in mm. and both of us are too fucked to function. Yeah. But it is interesting to think – I've never really thought of it that way that like both of you are probably thinking like, man, it would be nice to just cut out halfway through this. Because in my head I'm thinking like, well, it's just not an option like without thinking like the other person's going like, God, can we just – can we just cut to the chase and yeah. get this over with? Yeah, a change of scene is a good way to kind of get, way, get this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to get, to get a, um, kind of like a middle ground between the bedroom and the bar. Yeah. You could say, how about a walk? And then you're away from the, the drinking. You've got fresh air and you kind of got a bit of endorphins from walking. And, you know, you're not um, 
they tell this as psychologists tell you often driving or walking because you you're communicating side by side rather than sitting face to face yeah right so there's not as much intense eye contact so you can ah. kind of relax a bit more yeah and let your guards down a bit more um so you can do a, a, a nice bonding chat walking on the beach or something, you know. And mm-hmm. then if that's a point where you can say, should we just go back to my room? Or do you want to watch TV in my room? Yeah, yeah. Does it have to be? I love the beach. <laughs> just yeah. being out for a drink in Fitzroy. Hey, do you want to drive down to St Kilda and go <laughs> oh, for a walk? You in where do you live? Honolulu. East Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah, oh, right, yeah. we're back to Honolulu. We're right, yeah, Honolulu. of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're talking about your deflowering. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> So what I hear from all of this is the Sydney lockout laws are good for people to stop <laughs> yeah. drinking, go home and have sex. More rooting, yeah. 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 So yeah. if you're feeling a bit drunk, you're out on a date, maybe do the drive up to Sydney, yeah. finish the date up there. <laughs> right, okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to take that all on board. That's all extremely helpful. And also, Tommy, you don't have to be so down on yourself. You're super cute and adorable. Oh, there you go. It's for the poster. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't even on. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to just see now every every like every like month or so on Twitter, just me at Yumi Child. Just did a root Yumi and it was all thanks to you. <laughs> just checking in. <laughs> the love guru herself. Oh, I, I actually now I want you to send an update to Yumi on Christmas Day. Okay. Let's let's. I'm waiting for that Christmas Day tweet. Now. Yep. You'll be and just- actually, that that's a good idea because I have to hold strong in my resolve to not cook for everyone on Christmas right. Day. Right. Oh, so we all touch base on Twitter on Christmas <laughs> yeah, Day. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll be like what what I'm having, whether I've helped with the Christmas uh, lunch or not. Did what you I'm- shit with the door closed? Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect present. <laughs> a lock. The, the perfect the perfect unwrapping. Uh, <laughs> I've shut underneath the tree instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can live stream my entire Christmas day. I'll go live on Facebook. You guys can all gather the family around the laptop and just Josh, watch my exploits. Josh can give a, a massage update on Christmas yeah. day when yep. he's done. I've worked yep. my way down to the feet. Maybe start on the feet. <laughs> yeah, start on the right, feet. Right. Then I'll get to the mill again. <laughs> she'll be, still, yeah. she'll be yeah. like bottom heavy. <laughs> all roads lead to the middle. All roads lead to the tense leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have very like, quickly one last quick question. You were talking about um, book week. Did you get any notifications of people? Because you, you're an author, you've written books now. Yeah. Did anyone dress up as you for book week? Tommy's, oh, Tommy's holding the zero fucks cookbook. Is what his trip to Honolulu is going to be? Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Someone dressed up as me for Mardi Gras. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, which really? I totally loved. Um, but no, not for Book Week that I know of. But maybe, maybe next year. I how, how do they? How do you? What do they dress? Have you got a, a, a classic uniform that, that they they dress as you for at Mardi Gras or? Uh, being Asian and having glasses. Right. Okay. <laughs> and maybe a hat. No, I uh, yeah, I sort of wear wear a lot of tunics, but they had I think they had I'm with Yumi on their t shirt. Right. Okay. So yeah, it was an indigenous drag queen doing Yumi. Oh wow. Yeah, That's Mardi awesome. Day. It was pretty cool. That is a new aim for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we the need dumb to start Mardi Gras float. <laughs> yeah. We need to become more like cartoon characters, just wearing the exact same thing <laughs> yeah, in yeah. every live podcast and every photo shoot we do. Make it easy for people. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'd better wrap this up. Thanks very much, uh, Josh L. Steins for yeah. joining us. Thank you. 
so yeah, Yumi, you've got uh, a bunch of books that people can get. Yeah, I've got a period guide book that you can get if you've got a girl in your life who's 10 to 12. It's called Welcome to Your Period. It's everything you need to know about menstruating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which you wrote with the Dolly Doctor. That's right. Melissa Kang and I wrote it. And I've got two cookbooks out for people who don't give a fuck but still have to cook. That's me. And of course, because uh, these are podcast listeners who are always looking for new podcasts, yeah. uh, we've got uh, Ladies Who Need to Talk. Mm-hmm. Do you have another one? Or is that the is that the, um, the three pm pickup is on podcast? It does really well. It outrates Will and Woody at the moment. Oh, <laughs> cop that Will and Woody. <laughs> Could say that about a lot of things, I reckon. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, check out Ladies We Need to Talk. A lot of my friends listen to it and love it, and we're very excited that we were having you on today. Uh, Josh, you've got. Don't you know who I am? I do. My podcast comes out every week, and if you're in Melbourne, the live shows are on sale. Sundays in November and December. Both you boys are doing it. It'll be fun. And uh, yeah, so go to joshua.com.au for all the tickets. Awesome. Guys, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See See you, mates. And they have... Go on. Well, I'm trying to. No, now I've lost my place. Mm. I'm going to have to start Start again. again. Okay. Start again. Um, Start again. Okay. They have... Go on. ...done... It. I like this so far. Again. What a dismount. <laughs> That's great. Flawless. Shit. Let's yeah. go to the judges. <laughs> the 6.9. Romanian- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny stuff. Yeah. That's funny stuff, I reckon. Let's get online and say stuff like that. (laughs) Um, Good episode. Different episode for us, sort of. Mm. Sort of. Very interesting. A lot of food for thought in this one. Yeah. I've been uh, reflecting. Were you? Have you been ruminating? I have been. I genuinely have been ruminating. Mm. There's a lot of stuff to kind of... um, yeah, head off and think about. There's been there were some really good tips on how to fuck Yumi Steins on the uh, on the episode. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Stay away from the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> That's step number one. <laughs> um, no, yeah, a lot of interesting dating stuff. A lot of interesting uh, self worth stuff that mm. I've kind of been uh, yeah ruminating, well, you, marinating it, in the old brain box. Some some good tips for you coming up, and some good uh, just uh, reflections on what I did wrong a long time ago uh, for me. So. <laughs> but you know what's interesting about that is like she's saying this is what works, this is what you should do, yeah. and I do believe that to be true, mm. but then you're saying you don't necessarily think that you did those things, and it still worked out. Yeah. So what's, what's the takeaway? Yeah, well... <laughs> Look, very good tips. It's obviously not fail-safe advice, mm. and that's I. I do. I do really enjoy. I. I do really enjoy the the uh, the confidence of someone in any way to sort of go. This is exactly how it works, right? Because and, and Yumi treating us like what we are—a bunch of stupid schoolboys. Yes, and her going, boys, you clear. Not even asking. Not even giving us one second of thinking. Well, you guys have probably got it under control, or you yeah. may have it under. No, not at all. Like not, not at all. Walking and going. You have no idea of how to treat the fairer sex. And so here's the answers. Well, there's a real sliding doors kind of uh, episode in here somewhere because there was a point where we were going to do it here at my house. Mm. And I was terrified of Yumi Steins coming into this virgin cuck cave and yep. just letting rip on all the paraphernalia that's in here. Yep. I genuinely, that was a source of right. great stress for me for a few hours. And then luckily it got changed. But, you know, somewhere out there in a parallel universe, there's. There's the episode where we do it here and I just get, rather than her going, stop putting yourself down. It's yeah. her obliterating me for an entire hour. No, totally. Because she is, like, she's very, um, she's a formidable <laughs> opponent. Yeah. Uh, not not opponent, but you know what I mean. Um, because she's 
she's she can be pretty harsh. And yeah. she's done that in, in in the past and whatever, and it's quite, very funny. And yeah. we I, and we we're, we're fans. We enjoy her work absolutely. And it, it reminded me of that because she was quite nice on this episode com- yep. comparatively. Um, but when I was hitting her up in uh, Messenger, the previous exchange of messages what wasn't uh, i haven't talked to her in, uh, until uh, what the the opera house gig okay that was the last it was or, you asking her to do the opera house yeah gig. yeah and we were talking about that right and so she that last bunch of exchanges was about the opera house gig and her and me going yeah cool you know the opera house and it's going to be great to see you there and then her going yeah i've checked the website huh you're in the small room. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. What a queen, though. She's a fucking champ. Yep. Good on her. Good on her for coming and doing this. Formidable, very good-looking young lady, and then very harsh. And yes. it's like, it's just scary. It's just such a scary it's combo. It's really scary. Because it's like just her going, yeah, fuck you guys, and us going, oh, well, yeah, well, you're hot. <laughs> yeah, but then also the reversal where at the end, you know, I'm kind of in talking about like my dating and myself. I'm, you know, I'm putting myself down a lot for I would hope the purposes of comedy yes. and then getting to the end of it and her going and also like why are you being so harsh on yourself like mm. you've got things to offer and it's just like I walked away going yeah why was I just fucking done you know what I mean like she just got in my head where it's like I'm saying that because I thought that's what you wanted to hear yeah, yeah, I was yeah. getting in front of the bullet yeah like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was trying to fire the but, gun into myself so that you couldn't fire it yeah but it's yeah. like what a great reversal to go have some fucking self-esteem about yeah. yourself but you know how that works like you do that and then she can't you know in comedy you can't then stick the boots in again after you do that <laughs> so then she's got nowhere to go but go plenty of people oh. do <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um also let, we, we do mention this in the app but she gave us both very kindly gave us both a copy of her cookbook the zero fucks cookbook yes which i cooked something out of just this evening did you what did you cook i cooked the cauliflower that's it yeah, I just ate a whole cauliflower. Right. And you needed to read a book to, to get that? Uh, no, it's because cauliflower is a vegetable that I seldom eat, if ever. Mm. Um, and I'm always trying to find ways to eat things that I'm to, you know, generally not into. Right. Kind of interesting recipes that are going to... So what, gonna... what, what is it exactly? So it's, how, did you, how did you bake it? How did you cook you, it? You uh, chop it up and then you just have a, a variety of spices, bit of lemon juice, bit of lemon zest, um, fry it up in the pan and then bake it in the oven. I mean, right. I don't want to give out the whole recipe for free when, you know, people are meant to yeah. be going out and buying this book. Sure. Serve that up on a bit of pita bread with some hummus and tabbouleh. Mm. And I reckon one of the best things I've ever cooked out of a book. Wow. One of the best things I've ever cooked at home. It was delicious. I'm keen. Because so if you're on the fence about the Zero Fucks cookbook, yeah. go out and get it. It's fucking great. Great. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I, what are you going to cook? Have you had a thumb through? I had a quick thumb through, but uh, I, I, I very rarely cook these days mm-hmm. at all. Uh, a, because my, uh, uh, my wife is an excellent cook, but I, yep. I, I'm very rarely home. Uh, I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to be doing that sort of stuff. Um, but today my parents came down mm-hmm. um, to hang out with Blanket, Little Blanket, and um, we were going to go out to lunch or, you know, usually we, we bring them out because, you know, they're in Maribor, there's there's not a lot of options. So it's yep. quite nice to bring them out to somewhere nice around yep. here and show off. Show them Pinkies Pizza. Yes. Original Pinkies Pizza. Yes. <laughs> Famous original Pinkies. No, no old. No old <laughs> Pinkies Pizza. Yeah. Um, by the way, brightly pinkies. Quick update in case I've, I, I can't remember whether this is just online or I've talked about it on the show, but the Thai restaurant is still not open in Maryborough. Oh, you haven't talked about that. There's, there's a there's a banner. It's a, a still coming soon situation. Yeah, there's still coming soon. This this September apparently it's opening. Wow, it's October. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what 
is taking so long in Maribor to get this to get the Thai? Maybe the 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 you know the the pad Thai recipe. They're just stumbling over it. It seems to me like they're probably in over their heads. Yeah. they've realised that they're going to have to be making these in if they want it to be authentic to get the ingredients that they'll need from like an Asian grocer or whatever. Mm. They are on the hook for it. Would there I would there be one in Ballarat? What Thai? No, no, no. Like an Asian grocer, where you could get oh. that sort of, where you could get the sort of stuff that you'd need if you wanted to give it a real authentic flavour. That's flavor. a good question. Or are they having it? I mean, if they're having a trek down to Melbourne yeah. every time they need to restock, that's brutal. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know the logistics of how much of that sort of stuff you you need to continue and how how quickly you, you need to get it. How often depends on the popularity of the restaurant. Yeah, I guess, so. yeah. Um, but maybe they're realizing like. Fuck, sourcing this stuff is harder than we thought. Maybe they're working about, they're thinking about marketing and they're thinking, how are we going to, you know, make a dent in the oversaturated Asian food market <laughs> in Maryborough? Yep. Maybe they need two podcasters to come down and perform at the opening of the store. Oh, that'd be interesting. Maybe that's ribbon ribbon cutting ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> oh, they still love happen. That. Are there still like literal ribbon cuttings? There'd have to be. Yeah. It's too good of a visual to. Too not good do of that. a photo op. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. Oh man, that would be fucking great. I wonder if we could. What if we could go down and do that and even oh, like even <laughs> just the just the the cogs turning in your yeah, head. Yeah, I know. The just, visualization. I'm just imagining. I want to so know what good. you were picturing in your head just then that made this, you go, oh. This is what I'm imagining now. I'm imagining <laughs> us. You know, we've done a live show in Maribor before. True. Now. We don't have anything planned to go back there, but I'd like to go back there again. We've talked, to, yeah, we've yeah. said we should. Yeah, so plenty I've, of people are keen to do it. We we don't really have time to do it soon-ish in the in the in the short to medium term mm-hmm. amount of time. Um, maybe we can go and do the opening after six months of it being open, and and like okay, like if we do a live show there next year, yeah. We can then go and reopen the store in front of all the listeners that are going to come to the show. Okay. Yeah. So you treat the actual, like when it opens, yep. that's just the soft launch. Yeah. That's the soft, yes. the, the six-month soft yes. launch. So they and can then get we it come right. in, all right, officially open yes. for business. Yes. And that way, you know, if we bring all the listeners who are coming up, you know, we, we had about 150 there last year at the yep. show. So if we have 150 people all crowded around the restaurant to officially open the yeah. Thai restaurant, you know, that looks like something, that looks like something good also – I really want to see how they report on that in the Maribor advertiser. Yeah, yeah. They can send someone along to take a picture and, and, be, <laughs> and have a very confused caption. Here they are at the grand re- reopening of a store that never closed. Well, and also how they, how this restaurant, presumably quite small because it's in country Victoria, yep. accommodates 150 people well, coming through. They're, they can be outside. They can be on the street. Okay. Yeah. For, Let me you, ask you, you this. You've got you to have the, the, the ribbon cutting outside the store. True. Like the ribbon's got, got to go across the store. And also, we'll, I presume we'll have to provide our own ribbon and scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, you know, you going and doing a ribbon cutting, that is a form of endorsement. You yes. know, that is you effectively saying, I vouch for this restaurant. Yes. Now, would you want to be going up there solo in the soft launch period oh. to sample the wares just to make sure that you're not putting, you know, your name, your brand. These are valuable things. Yeah, you can't right. just be attaching them to anything. And you know If what? you got there, if, if you didn't do your due diligence, we get there and we do this opening and yep. then you taste the food and it is fucking yeah, appalling. That's a good point. That would be. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, perf- kind of very on brand for yeah. us in a weird way. Because you know what? I haven't, you know, my brand in Maribor, my hometown, it's a strong thing. I yeah. haven't lent myself to anything in Maribor yet. Yeah. If this is the first thing I lend my, my brand to mm. and it's, it's a disaster, I can never, 
uh, lend my brand to another small business in Mirabara again, right. maybe. And yes. also the the, Ch- the Chandler name in Mirabara, like you know, yeah. my parents as I was growing up, they had food stores the whole time, and they were always <laughs> yeah. really good. And all of a sudden, I come down and just crusty the clown exactly style. Chuck my name on any piece of shit that fucking serves food out of the bin. So your name in Melbourne, absolute mud. Yes. Mirabara is all but you've got left. They don't know that yet in Mirabara. <laughs> As far as they know, in Maribyrnong, I'm a I'm a big shot up in in you know with my fake radio show. In yeah, Melbourne. yeah, yeah. So you know that's something. So you'd have to do a recce. You'd have to do a trip down there. Yeah. Check out the menu. Right. I don't want to hear specifics from you. Oh. You just call me up and you either go we're on or we're off. Can I? And you know what? I go up there, and if it's not great, I just completely Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmare. Oh it up. yes. Get in there and go. What the fuck? You call this fucking Penang curry? Bang! Smash it across the floor. But I think a lot of your complaints would just be the fact that you're paying Australian prices yeah, for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't Thai yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir, you're not actually in Thailand. I've, We're not trying to convince you that you're in Thailand. Yeah. We're just serving some of their dishes. I don't care. Here's $2. Give me a fucking beer. <laughs> All right, now and this isn't a this isn't an authentic Thai restaurant that I normally go to because yes, I want a Penang curry, but I also want a, a ham and cheese pizza for fucking two dollars, and I also want a hamburger and three beers, yep. and a pancake or two, and a couple of chicken strips or something. All right, now I want it all in five minutes. I want it to be a total of twelve dollars. Well, let's say you go down there and you um, you sample the menu, you love it. It's the best Thai you've ever had. And then you start thinking, you don't even want to do the ribbon cutting anymore. What you want to do, you want naming rights. Oh. So let's say this is like the best... I want to keep it quiet because I want to take over, you mean, or...? no, I mean we're talking about you know the the importance of the brand and everything, right? right? Of your per, your personal brand, right. your name and what it's worth. Yep. So you go down there, you you th- this is the best Thai food you've ever had, right. a- anywhere, even in Thailand. Right. All the best, like you know, the best curry at this place, the best chicken skills at this place. It's all come together so under this. It place. sounds like a dream, you know. It's like people <laughs> going, oh yeah, I just came back from uh, Koh Samui and uh, had a beautiful, had the best curry I've ever had. Sure, you've had Thai Thai food, but have you been to Meribah? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, in terms of the naming rights, mm. you what kind of money do you think you would chuck in to have this place change its name to Carl Chandler's famous original Thai kitchen? So, <laughs> so I'm like the, the Colonel You're Sanders like the of, Colonel, Thai, of Thailand. Colonel Chandler. Right, right. <laughs> Just a, a, a very white man yep. being the face of Thai food. Yep. Right. Yep. So, and also, you're, you're yeah, and you're in the white suit, right. With the like Texas bow tie oh, thing as well. I'm still I'm dressed the same as Colonel Sanders, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, right. So, so you, this is how you think it's going to work. You, the naming rights, I don't get paid for. I pay for the naming rights. Yeah, you, that's kind of. But that's how it works, isn't it? Like, no, a, not at all. No, but it? so, like something like Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, yeah. isn't that like Marvel bought that stadium? That's what I'm proposing. Yeah, but in a that's not that's not spreading my brand. If I, I'm not paying for my name, I'm not sponsoring a Thai restaurant. Because what am I getting out of that? But you're, the, but in your mind, you're this thinking like this ke- Thai food is so good that you want people to go there, and that's a positive affiliation that people are going to have with you. That would be a crazy use of money. <laughs> that would be well. Then I've answer my question. Of, How much? <laughs> very little. <laughs> Because you you know with stuff like that that usually works a bit more like you know like Kenny Roasters Kenny Rogers Roasters or whatever like yeah. they're paying to have his name whacked on the name of the business 
It's, it doesn't happen the other way around. Kenny Rogers isn't going, fuck, that's some good chicken. But I'll I, chuck in a couple of grand and can I you put my name up there? I still think that you would be getting more out of this arrangement than they would. Oh, Tell totally. Me with, yeah, totally. Yeah, if exactly. I, they're getting nothing out of it. <laughs> they're getting nothing. But I'm getting so nearly pay. nothing. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation, really. Well, also, me asking you to put a figure on it, I don't think they're going to hustle you down for too much. If you come in, you go, look, I'm a famous podcaster. I'm, I'm very well known. I'm, I'm one of the top celebrities to come out of Maryborough, right. even though I'm not listed on their Wikipedia yes, page I as am. such. You know what? I think I am. Hang on. <laughs> what if it's... What if, okay, new idea. You, Delvadova, and the Avalanches <laughs> going thirds in this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes Maryborough's Planet Holly. <laughs> Planet Maryborough. <laughs> it's just like a framed, a framed vinyl of wildflower, a jersey, and then just like the first microphone that we ever recorded the pod on, framed. Great. No, one of the Coast of Movie International podcast festival singlets up on the thing. Oh, do you think? Do you, look, I love the idea of Planet Mirabar. <laughs> I also love the idea of you hitting up Della Vendover and the Avalanches. Haven't been able to get either of them on the podcast. And then all of a sudden you're going, do you want to go thirds in buying a restaurant with me? Yeah. <laughs> I won't speak to you for free, but sure. sure. Here's 30 grand. <laughs> Great. Oh, man. Do you think? Do you, look, I think that's very, that's very, oh, fuck, I'm not. I'm not one of the notable people on, on the Wikipedia page yeah. anymore. Fuck. This, Damn. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. I wasn't there for a while. People, get get to work. Get so me wait, back on are there. You, are you checking this because you think this is the one thing that this plan hinges on? <laughs> is you being on that part of Wikipedia? No, I just remembered that I haven't checked it for a long time. And someone did have me on there. But obviously there's been a sweep uh, on there. And, uh, you know, there's all just. I, that, that is, again, it fascinates me how Wikipedia works. Like. The idea of someone coming across that and going, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> someone feeling that they have to keep... Yeah. Someone feel that they have to maintain the Wikipedia page for Maryborough. Yes. Is- no, he's not famous enough to be noted in a town of 7,000 people. Mm. Oh, exactly. I reckon I'm enough. I, I, reckon the, I reckon the bloke who runs the fish and chip shop there is famous enough to be yeah, noted on their page. exactly. And look, if you were going to say there's only room for two on there... Then sure, you know, if someone was trying to put you in ahead of Della Vadova, no yeah. offense, but I'd say that they were right in stricking you, striking you from the list. No, but there's, no offense but there's taken. no such rule, you know. There like, could I'm, be as many notable people as they want. I'm just, I'm just checking my Wikipedia page now. I haven't looked at this for years, but on my Wikipedia page is just like uh, <laughs> once a couple of sentences is is noting who I invited to my wedding. That's great. <laughs> That's great. What section is that in? Personal life? Uh, there's only one section. Marriage? There's only one section. <laughs> it's, it's Nick Kappa. Nick Kappa gets a mention as, as coming to my wedding. Does Kappa have a link? Uh, no. Okay. So Kappa doesn't have his own page? No, he might have, but it's it's there's no link here. Okay. Yeah. It's uh I don't think I don't think they've linked properly to the comedians they've they've named. Okay. On my page. Well that that section can't be long for this world. Yeah. If people are cleaning you up out of notable people from Maryborough, yeah. that same person needs to do a bit of housekeeping out of notable people invited to someone's wedding. Yeah. Also, when you're on there um, cleaning that up and fixing that up, if you could change my name um, from being – change my date of birth from 1902 <laughs> to, my actual, to my actual date of birth, that would that'd be a, a big help. Thank you very much for that. Um 
Great. Thank you. Um, that would be cool. I think every if every notable person had a section on their page where you could see who they'd invited to their wedding, yep. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Um, what about this? Uh, do you reckon there's any chance of, if we went up there with that big entourage, do you think, do you think I could frame a singlet of the Kosamui International oh. Podcast Festival? And get it up on their wall in you know, any mini version of like a Planet Hollywood. I've got to, yeah, I've got to be honest. I've lost all enthusiasm for any idea that's not Planet Mary. <laughs> a jointly owned operation between you, a band, and a basketball player. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you know what? Next time we do, next Little time we caricatures do, of all three of you on the sign. Next time we do a Mirabara live show, we'll do one next year, right? Yeah. And then where we do the show, mm-hmm. we'll con- like we did in Kosamui last year, where we we had our own pop up. Yes, bar. yes. We'll have a pop up <laughs> Planet Maribor. I'll call the worst day of our lives. Yeah, Let's yeah. do that again. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? This could actually speaking of this before, maybe this could help us in a way. So what about this? We get up there and we have the pop up, and we just say, "You just start saying, you just start doing press, going, yep, right. I've gone in on this restaurant yep. with the Avalanches and Della Vadova. Very, so, very silent partners. They don't even know they're involved. Well, no, in so it. that's what I'm saying. It's like we've hit these people up. We can't get them to be on the show. Yep. Maybe that's the way you smoke them out. Oh right. You know, so we're in Maryborough doing a live show, and also you're doing press for this restaurant where you're saying. You're, you, the three of you are going in together. Yep. So they need to come and serve you the papers. They need to come down there to give you the cease and desist. What about and then once they're in the room, we're like, look, the podcast is happening just over there. Right. Now that you're here, what about we interview you about this on the show? What about if we do this? We set it up. Because he, cause the, that's, the, that's the funny thing about Matthew Delavadova is he's quite loyal. His family is still back there. So when he takes a break from the NBA, yep. when they go in the off-season – he does go back to Maribor every year. Yep. So how about we plan the next Maribor Live podcast to be there when he when we know he's there. Oh, okay. So then we can invite him to the, the opening. We can publicize the fact he's definitely going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yep. I love I love that. Your grand opening, Chandler's going to make a speech. Yep. The Avalanches will be playing tunes. Yep. And then De- and then we've got a big we've got a big uh, we've got a big hoop. Over the kitchen, and Delhi's going to be just yes. launching three pointers We're from gonna, on the floor. There's going to be one on one, me versus Delhi. <laughs> I love this. This is this is such a good idea. It's going to be like it's going to be like Maribor's version of Space Jam. He's the he's Jordan, and yeah. we're the we're fucking Tweety and Sylvester. I'm, yeah, I'm Elmer Fudd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, Great. I love it. I love the sound of all of this. All when right. is when does basketball season finish? Oh. I can't. I can never remember what time of year it is. I wonder yeah. if it's going to work out for. It not being in the middle of... I don't think it's... No, I, no, think, I think it's, it's fine. I think it's okay, because we've, we've, we've driven up looking for him before. That's true. Yeah. Uh, off-season, NBA, someone will be uh, very angry with us for not... Um, Probably uh, uh, one of the guests on this podcast, Josh Earl. Yeah. Tearing his hair out. I feel like this. it's mid-year next year. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yep. I feel like it's like July or August or... It's it's yeah. You're in front I, of a computer. You couldn't. Nothing came up. I've just. I've How just is it easy to, to find out who was at your wedding than it know. is when the NBA off season is? Off. Well, I've just googled NBA off season and it doesn't. doesn't okay. Say. Um, How about just Google NBA season and then the date when it ends? Oh yeah. Will give some kind of indication. Yeah. NBA final. <laughs> Here we are once again celebrating the NBA off season, guys. You know the dates that it runs every year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, I'm right. It's the finals are in June. Okay. So, and you know what? 
like if you don't make the final, I th- you know he he probably comes Off back the hook a lot earlier. Yeah, so June, July, something like that. that God, that's, that's, that's brutal. That time this year we were in Kosamui. I know. <laughs> twenty twenty, driving around in Maryborough to set up a fake restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretending being in Maribor eating Thai food instead of being in Thailand eating Thai food. What a, oh, what a fall from grace! Great, <laughs> great. Um, all right, that's a, that's a great plan. Everyone, everyone, hold us to that. We'll yep. do that. We've done it again. Yeah, another um, fucking airbrain scheme. Also, um, let's let's get into the Patreon read. But um, we hopefully by now, hopefully by now, check all the socials. But our massive five hundredth episode. Uh, is going to be on sale very, very, very soon. It's uh, it's in 2020. It is on a Saturday night. You're going with saying it 2020. Yeah, interesting. No, you don't like it. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Feels Either. good. Yeah. 2020. Yeah, I don't like it. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's seems just a catchier. Lot of extra work you're making for yourself there. I think, in my opinion. Um, but 2020 yes. years. Um, April the 25th. Saturday night at the Athenaeum Theatre in Melbourne at eight thirty. Um, yeah, get that in. Get that in your travel diary now. If you're from interstate, we it's a thousand seater. We want to fill it. Um, mm. Hopefully, it is on sale by now. But it should be. It should be on sale already. But uh, the uh, the people in there at fuckhead dot com haven't uh, signed <laughs> off on it yet. So um, <laughs> one of the great ticket selling yeah. agencies. Yes. Tickets through fuckhead. Yes, that's that's my um in, in, that's my nickname for them. Um, yeah, so get onto that. That'll be that'll be linked from our website. That'll be all over the socials in the next week or two, fucking hopefully. Mm. Uh, so get onto it quick, quick because you can choose your own seat, obviously, and get nice and close or far away or whatever the fuck you want, and get banks of uh, seats to sit together with yeah. their friends. Because I know that's what people people can't watch a show without being sitting without sitting next to their friend that they don't talk to for the hour show. Yeah, but, you um, have to. Yeah, it's a social event. Yep. Can't wait. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Going to be a huge show. Very fun to be just taking control of a Saturday night. Feels mm, good. Yep. Um, big show. Anyway, so Patreon. Um, top of the show, you did mention that we have a way of uh, letting people contribute for years and years. Remember this, Tommy? For years, people used to say, oh, I wish we could contribute in some way, but we don't live in Melbourne. We can't go to your show. Or we live nowhere near where you do live shows. Uh, we don't have a Thai restaurant that we can name after you. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything like that. How can we contribute? Well, of course, a few years ago, we brought in this. <laughs> For a long time, man. we were like, you can't. Fuck off. Yes. We don't <laughs> want your money. Um, we want to work in a cafe. Uh, so, we now have Patreon.com as our middleman. Yep. Uh, if you go to Patreon.com. Slash Little Dum Dum Club, you'll find our page. You can contribute, get all sorts of bonus extras, whether it be bonus episodes or magazines that we slave over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get them once a month, every month. Uh, also, you go in the veritable raffle to get your name immortalized on this very show. Um, and so, once again, uh, I am unveiling to you the uh, the unplanned title, Alternator. Yep. Uh, it's about to start spitting out its uh, ticker tape. That I'm about to read off. Um, hitting the big red button. Number one, cab off the rank this week. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Dylan Plenge. Oh, Plenge. Plenge. Yeah, that's what a what a contrasting name you got, Dylan. You know that was that was supposed to be like basically the coolest name. You know, like Bob Dylan. Do you think so? Cool thing. No. Yeah. Oh, not I, to you. I kind of think of Dylan as kind of dorky. Well, in a weird way. I think when. People, no, I mean, you've got... I know what you're saying about Bob Dylan, yeah. but yeah, 
But for me, just for Dylan, whatever reason in my head. Yeah, Dylan from 90210. He was cool. Yeah, it's a bit before my time. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm trying to think because there probably is – I can't think what it would be, but there, there must be something in there. I don't know any Dylans, but there must be some kind of pop culture thing where there was like a dorky yeah. Dylan that I've absorbed somewhere along the way. Yeah, that's weird. It's always been like supposed to be the cool name. Mm. you just just some some guy that um, – you flushed down the his head down the toilet in in high school, and you thought less of him. And his name was Dylan. <laughs> I thought less of him, yeah. because of something that I was doing yes. to him. Yeah, can't believe he's just letting this happen. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> you, the other people fight back. Other people with cool names like Boris and Wayne. Yeah, yeah. They didn't let this happen, but you, you dork, Dylan. Dylan, you, you're letting me do the full flush on your head. Mm. This is a great narrative you're painting where I'm the person in the position of flushing their head down yeah, the toilet. Yeah. You're a bully, man. It's not cool. What kind of name is Yumi? Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> but if you if you carrying on with the name Plenge, like that that's that's weird that you're going, Oh god, Dylan's a dorky name. You got Plenge to deal plenge. with. Plenge. I don't know. Plenge is kind of or do you I don't think even know cool? that it's dorky. It's just a it's a weird sound. Yeah. It's kind of nothing. I think it exists in a plane where it's neither it's neither cool nor dorky. Oh, you it's, know, it's it's weird. It's a weird. It's, it's definitely weird. weird. It's a weird sound. I'm, I, you know, this is this is the thing that happens every week. I discover new surnames that I had no idea existed. Plenge is definitely a name. I have no. I had no fucking idea that that's that's a thing. This is from the category that we get every now and then that sound like sound effects from the Batman fifties TV oh, show. It sounds more like a sound effect from from Don Martin's cartoons <laughs> at a Mad <laughs> yes, Magazine. It's true. Um, By the way, did you see? Oh Al- no! What I've just looked at. I just looked it up. Urban Dictionary. Now, look, Dylan's oh, no. well aware of this. Yeah, but according to UrbanDictionary dot com, top definition: plenge, another word to describe a woman's front bottom. <laughs> Example: Don't bother with her. She's got a plenge like a fish market. I love, or, well, I love needing examples. Or, yep. from an admiring partner, wow, honey, you waxed your plenge. <laughs> Yumi Steins, don't go straight for the plenge. Yeah, yeah. Good well, advice in this episode. Well, yeah, look, we've got great advice from the guts of the episode from Yumi. Now we've yep. got great advice from us and UrbanDictionary.com. Yep. <laughs> yep. Who, do you, who do you respect more out of those two? I've, uh, I've never... Yeah, that's surprising. I've never heard that one. I've heard clunge. Yeah. Clunge was a very popular one mm. when I was younger, but I've never heard that. No, I've never heard I've never heard never heard it in any way shape or form. Do you think this is just like you know, maybe this isn't a real term and this is just someone bullying Dylan Plenge and oh. they've gone and put it on Urban Dictionary yeah. to sort of stitch him up. Yeah. That I, I I wouldn't mind that as a form of bullying getting getting someone's name listed on a website as a definition of something is yeah, pretty yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Guys, feel free to do that with our names if you want to. Get on Urban Dictionary and, and, oh, yeah. and use Chandler or Daslow. Yeah. Oh, God. What are you inviting? Yeah. Um, um, well. What are you trying to look up? I'm looking up Dylan Plenge on Facebook. Okay. Just trying to see if he's a real person. <laughs> you want to see if he looks like a front bottom? Yeah, yeah. By the way, to go, oh, this is an alternate tone, an alternate term for a front bottom. Front bottom is so good. It's such a fucking good term. It's it would be confusing if you're growing up as a kid. You know, you don't know anything, and you you get told by your older brother. You hear that term front bottom, and so mm. the first time you're with a girl and you go down on her, you're just fully expecting to get a mouthful of shit. <laughs> or you you know you break your virginity. You have you know regular sex. Yes. 
And because you've heard the term front bottom, you're mm. like, had anal last night. Oh, <laughs> front anal. <laughs> front anal. Wow. That's good. Had front anal. Had front anal. <laughs> <laughs> can, that, can you get uh, that on Urban Dictionary? That's Chandler. That's front, front, front anal. anal. <laughs> Doing a Chandler. Doing it front. Oh, um, well, honey, thanks for the front anal. Thanks for the thanks, front anal. AKA Chandler. Thanks for Chandlering me. Thanks for Chandlering me. <laughs> um, okay, I'm changing my tune. Dylan's cool now. Right. Based on this. Well, I've just found Dylan Dylan Plenge on on uh, Facebook. You've stalked him on yes, Facebook, yeah. And his profile picture is him hugging a life size Winnie the Pooh. So oh. Yeah, I think I'm I think you've won me over actually for what Dylan means. What a real plenge. Yeah. He is a he is a real plenge. Yeah. A real pussy. Yeah. Holding on to a giant giant stuffed toy. Um, oh, so it's not like a it's a stuffed toy. It's no, not like a man in a costume. It's a man like in a Disney. costume. Oh, really? Okay. He's he's about to make out with a furry. I think. Yeah, Give us a look. Look, there's Dylan Plenge. I mean, if he is, how old is he? He looks. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He looks young. Um, I mean, if he's legitimately a furry, then that you know that's fine. That's the only is way that, that fine, photo. Is it? That's the only way that photo Do you think is that's okay. Fine? Well, I mean, I don't want to kink shame. Whatever, man. Why not? If, if you're into that. Why not? Why not King Shame? If you're if into you're... if you're into dressing up like a like a fucking stuffed unicorn and having sex with Winnie the Pooh, if that makes you happy, then good for you. Yeah, good for you. But I still get to shame you because that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stopping you from doing it, but I am allowed to say that is fucking insane. You are insane if you do that. <laughs> but I wonder but... how many furry listeners we have. Oh, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Anyone if you want up to be life size, who's into being kink shamed? By the way, like that's is that can, is that your kink? If you if you like oh, being certainly. kink shamed, yeah, I mean there is a that is a thing of like being told that you're you know dirty and wrong, right? That being a turn on for people. Oh, if you if that's your turn on, you've always wanted me to do that to you. Please let me know. But then, how do you get? So let's say that's the thing that turns you on is being told that you're gross and weird and wrong. Yes. And then you tell that to someone and they're like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Are you, you know, how many levels above it does it have to get where you're like, hey man, don't kink shame me? Do you know what I mean? Well, or are you, are, you, are you set because you're just, no matter what anyone says, well, you're what just if, loving it? What if you love to be kink shamed? Like your, your, your <clears throat> kink is to be kink shamed, mm-hmm. but you don't actually have any kinks uh, other kinks so the only weird thing about you is that you love to be kink shamed right so then you've got to go and start you know having sex with goats or whatever it is just to get something just to, be to shamed give about. the person shaming you material yeah i kind of like the idea that it's a bit more organic and natural than that that it's literally like a person just going like you're fucked that you like kink shaming you know, there's no. You're not bringing in any other. Right. You know, it's just it's just cyclical. No, I I, I like the I like the idea of some guy pants down in a paddock having sex with a farm animal. Going, I'm so not into this, but it'll pay off later. But he's probably then getting hard thinking about how good it's going to feel being shamed yeah. for it later on. Yeah, but <laughs> that that's still hard. Like that's that 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 still doesn't quite. That would be difficult to do because that's like saying oh, no argument here. That's like that's like you know someone saying some girl saying, oh wow, I'm I'm really only into guys that have sex with pigs. So if you go and have sex with a pig now, I'll have sex with you later. And you're in there trying to fuck a pig, going, well, this will pay off. Like it's it's still not quite going to work. You can't be sitting there inside a pig thinking, yeah, but later on. But I guess you would. I'm saying you would probably you would have to do that to just get yourself. Because you've got to get hard to fuck this oh, pig. Sure, but so that's you just you're going to do whatever you can. You are stronger in the mind than me. If you can 
picture that future yeah. and what you want to do later on whilst in the present <laughs> being inside, as also, having sex inside a sty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also like <laughs> what this world is where it's like a whole girl saying, I'll only fuck you if you fuck a pig. And you don't go, oh, well, there's plenty more fish in the sea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Your yeah, yeah. immediate thing is, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better nut up a swine. Yes. <laughs> Got to fuck a babe to fuck a babe. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you to Patreon subscriber James Fanny. Oh. <laughs> James Fanny. No. Um, uh, this is a Dutch name, and I never know how to pronounce it. Here we go. Uh, Hannah Kroot. H a n e k r o o t. Hannah Kroot. I guess. It's not Hainkroot. Hanakroot. 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 How do you do a Dutch accent? Hanak- it's Hanak- very... Hanakroot? Hanakroot. Hanakroot. James Hanakroot. I guess. Mm, let's do Look, that. we've done our best. Yeah, let us know. Um, <sighs> James Hanakroot. Dutch. People known for their sense of humour. Yeah. So they'll, 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 they'll love do you this. Want to, um, do you want to look that one up on Urban Dictionary? Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I want to look up James Hanacroot on Facebook. Yeah. Um, du- the Dutch. What do you think of the Dutch? Be a f- profile picture of him getting bummed by Tigger. Yeah. Um, I can't say I have very strong opinions either way. He, on Facebook, he's riding a bike through a stream. Okay, uh, that's pretty cool. He's pushing a bike through a stream. Oh. Like he's he's going across a stream what do you with mean? A, with a bike with saddles on it and stuff. Like he's oh, I see what you're some saying. Some sort of cr- not cross country, but some sort saying. of camping <clears throat> slash what do you call it? orienteering? Bullshit In a lot of ways, that's his profile picture is almost the complete polar opposite of Dylan. Yes, Dylan's one definitely from it's, hugging it's, a big soft fake bear. Yeah, to just really getting this guy down to it. This guy's outdoorsy. There's yeah. another picture of him skiing. Okay. Um. This guy's a real man's man. So do you think so? There's all these. He's got a couple of pictures of a cupboard. Okay, it's pretty cool. Interesting. And some so wh- eggs. So he's doing. He's doing his bike riding. He's doing his skiing. In these photos of him being active outdoors, how many of these photos do you think he's listening to the little dum dum? Yeah. Photo? Can you see the AirPods in? He seems. He seems a bit. Seems a bit manly and outdoorsy to be listening to a podcast. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of this sort of stuff, you've you've got to travel to to you know to do some of this stuff. Very there, there true. is there is downtime. You've got to you know listen to something. Can you um? You probably couldn't have headphones in and listen to a podcast when you're skydiving, could you? Ooh. Getting pushed out of a plane while listening to WTF with Mark Maron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> jumping out of a plane after you've listened to our episode with Pablo Francisco. <laughs> Without the shoot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think you'd be allowed to, would you? And You'd have to be pretty experienced. You wouldn't be allowed to... You know, you wouldn't be allowed to do that thing where you've got a guy on your back, an instructor on your back, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I just got to... I'm just a bit behind on my pods. Yeah. So I've just got to have the, the, the buds in if that's But why right. not? Because it's not like, oh, I need to hear the ground coming. Yeah. You know, that what what's the hearing really doing? I'd say it's probably more that, like, the wind rushing past you at that speed yeah. you just wouldn't be able to hear. You've got to be told to open your chute. Stuff like that. Yeah, true. But yeah. what about then, okay. You don't want to be too distracted as you're plummeting to earth. I yeah, okay. Say. But you, Okay, you get the instruction, pull the chute, you do that. And now you're like, all right, now I can just, now I can log off. Now the buds go in. If you're not allowed to be on your phone while you're driving, I reckon you shouldn't be allowed to listen to podcasts, <laughs> podcasts while you're as you're falling to the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. Fair. That's yeah. pretty fair. Um, thanks, James. Thanks, Hannah Groot. Thanks, Hain Groot. Hain Groot. Um, 
thank you too. We, we we really should uh, rush through this. We've taken long enough on this. And it, like, man, I had a late night last night. I had an early morning. I'm I'm, I'm I've got work tomorrow. Yeah. Let's limit this. Let's only do yep. three more. I reckon. Oh, okay, fair. Yep. I mean, yeah, this has taken a while so far, but you know what? We got stuck in we, Planet Mirabara. We came up with such a great idea that you can't be mad at that. Yeah. You know, you can't. You know, when an idea like that comes along, you've just got to give it the time it deserves. Well, you know, if these are a little shorter than usual, that's fine. We'll we'll have your name somewhere in in Planet Maribor to make up for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Jessica Grant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This sounds like um, it sounds like some sort of uh, female offsider in the Marvel universe or something. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's mm. very it's it's very. It's very simple. It's very elegant. Mm. I like it. Jessica, good name. There's just a, like a very refined simplicity to it. Yeah. Like the Lacoste logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. The little crocodile. Yeah. You know, they, they know what they did. He's just there. He's, you know, it's nothing nothing more than that. Just a little crocodile. She'd be, uh, I could see Jessica Grant um, wearing a female polo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a polo yeah. for ladies. Yeah. Female polo. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. I'd love to. It'd be so expensive to make, but I'd love to make a little Dum Dum Club polo where we've got like you know where the Lacoste oh, yeah. crocodile is or the Ralph Lauren thing. Yeah. We've just got like a little burger, <laughs> just oh, yeah. a stitched, embroidered little hamburger on the breast. I'm not a fan of polos. Never been. Never mm. been a fan of them. I've come around. Oh yeah. I they look. They used to never look any good on me, but then I've lo- I've lost enough weight where they actually suit me now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. No, I don't think I'll ever come around to it. Not That's my, fair. Not my thing. Yep. Not. Not. Just seems. What? It, what is it specifically it seems, about it? Just seems boring. Just seems. I don't know what. It just feels like something that you're being made to wear. Mm. It feels like something that my mum would go. Oh, you would look nice in that. Yep. No, I don't want to look too nice to your mum. Yeah, I understand. Mm. I do think. I mean, I've got a low. I I went in on a Lacoste one a little while ago, mm. and uh, it's a brand that I've always. Liked, like I said, they've never looked good on me though. Mm. I tried one on, liked how it felt, liked how it looked. You know, it's somewhere in between being a bit more dressed up and still being cash. Yeah. You know, you roll through on a Sunday session. People know that you mean business. Mm. I, I think I've just made it. I, you, I mean, you you buy a lot of clothes. I think you mm. you buy clothes online, stuff like that. Yep. Yep. I I feel like I I need to figure out how to buy clothes online. <laughs> I don't think I ever. I, okay. I never know where to look for stuff. Okay, yeah, right. So then, if I'm ever out in like a shopping center or whatever, I go. Okay, well, this is it. I better just hunt around. I've got half an hour. Let's yeah. buy some clothes. This is my chance to buy clothes. You have said that a couple of times when we've been in Thailand uh, or specifically Bangkok. Mm. You've been like, "Yeah, I'm going to go to the I'm yep. going to go to the big shopping centers and buy stuff." I'm like, "Oh, what are you looking for?" You're like, "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> which sounds like hell to me. Yeah, no, I just walk around and buy stuff I like the look of. So although it's almost worse when you have a very specific thing in mind that you want and it's something quite simple and yeah. you're like, I just want like a plain pair of pants that look like this. Yep. You would think that you'd be able to buy them in any shop that you come across and you can't find them. That's that's more maddening, looking for something very specific. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy to wander around and just buy stuff I like the look of. Just go, okay, well, this is my sh- Bangkok shopping trip and I'll buy two shirts, a jacket, yep. two pairs of pants and, yep. sh- and a pair of sneakers and, and they're, the, they're the six things that I like the look of at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll do that. I'll do them all in a burst. I'll, I very rarely buy one thing at once. I'll go, okay, it's shopping time. Let's do this. So the other day I was like, I haven't bought anything in ages. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to freshen up, but I'm never... You've know, you got more, some new kicks at the moment. You have? You right. have. Yes, I just bought some, yes. Um, but I keep walking past this shop um, in between our houses. Okay. 
and I always walk past it when it's closed. And I was like seeing stuff in the window. I was like, that looks really good. This this shop's got a few good items of clothing. I I need to go there. And it was just took too long. Eventually, I walked past the other day and it was open for once. Mm -hmm. Went in there. I was like, great. Where's that stuff you had in the window? Oh, that's all gone. I was like, I've been waiting so long to buy whatever was in the window. I was like, okay, well, just give me whatever else you got. I just bought some jacket that was like really expensive going, well, that's that sort of reminds me a bit of that other jacket. Got it home and went, when am I ever going to fucking wear this? What is this story? Well, I just, I've just, I had What do you bought, mean you got tricked into buying a jacket? I didn't, I didn't get tricked into it. I tricked myself into it. Right. Another person didn't trick There's me. There's so many hurdles here. You're already looking at the price tag going, oh, this is a bit much. Yes. And I don't know if I really want it. Yes. Better get it. Yes. I did I think, all of do that. you think it was in your head? It's and like, then I got home and I was like, "Oh, well, I'll wear this out to dinner." And my wife's like, "You're not wearing that out to dinner." I'm like, "Fuck! Well, where am I going to wear this?" Well, two okay, two things. I think what's happened is realizing the um, the fast turnaround of inventory in the shop. Yeah. As you got told about by the stuff in the window no longer being there, I think yeah. that's got in your head. Yeah. So you're like, I probably don't want it, but I don't want to get if I get home yeah. and think that I do want it and come back, it's yeah. probably going to be gone. Yes. <laughs> There'll be all new stuff in here. I was like, I've waited, I've I've waited that long to get something i was just like oh, okay i'll just whatever you've got yeah I'll, I'll have a couple hundred dollars worth of mixed jackets please yeah um so now, now talk I'm, me through the jacket what's so objectionable about it there's nothing objectionable about it it's just one of those things where haven't you ever bought when you buy clothes you ever yep. buy something impulse buy i guess a little bit you see something in a shop mm-hmm. or i guess it works online and then you get it home and then you go where am i going to wear this uh it less looks, and, it less and less. Good. I know what you mean, but like I personally, less and less. Right. I think I've gotten. I think I've gotten good at narrowing down what I want out of clothes. Right. But what is it about it that made your wife immediately go, "You are not wearing that to dinner"? Well, she wasn't like, "It's so bad, you're not wearing it." It was more like, "That's overly dressy to go t- to sit in a okay. Thai restaurant with me." Right. So it's like what a, a suit jacket almost. It's it's sort of like a like a woolen jacket. Like, okay. Yeah, like a a big long sort of a thing where I'm like, <laughs> why did you buy that at this time of year? Be, because it's, yeah, well that, that's the other heading thing. into summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time to break out the merino. But it's not a can of fucking beans. It doesn't have a shelf life. on Yeah, it. true. But it's like, weird to be thinking like, yeah, I'd better stockpile this for in eight months' time. Yes. That's what my wife says. She said, oh, well, obviously you, you bought it because it's on sale because they're getting rid of all the winter stocks. I was like, no, it wasn't on sale. I just bought a fully <laughs> priced coat because another coat I wanted wasn't there anymore. So right. now I've got a coat I don't particularly want or know where to wear it, and it's going to sit in the cupboard for six months now. I do that a lot when I travel. I buy stuff, you know, being on the other side of the world in the climate that it is there. Like, how nice is this shirt? Yep. This is great. Then get back, it's winter, and it just fucking sits in the cupboard for yeah. six months. Before it's ready to be broken out. But I'm sorry to hear about the jacket. I cannot wait to wear this jacket to the opening of Planet Maribor. It's going to be... That's going to be an event dressy enough to wear this jacket to, I think. Interesting. What colour? I can't remember now. I bought it and put it in a bag and have not been able to wear it. What, like black, dark? I I think it's like... You wear a lot of black and like very dark colours. I think it's like like navy or... Okay. I think it's like, yeah. I think that's it. It's not like hot pink or like... No, no, it's not. I didn't buy a hot pink long woolen jacket. No, I didn't do that. Well, that'd that'd certainly explain your wife going. Yeah. You are not wearing that out to dinner yeah. with me. I can rule that one out. All right. Well, thanks, whoever the fuck this person Jessica was. Jessica Grant. Jessica 
grand. She subscribes for $10.69 a month. Very, very nice stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Max Timmons. Ooh. Max Timmons. Maximum Timmons. Is it spelt like a... T-I-M-M-I-N-S. Oh, okay. What do you think about that? Um, I was thinking maybe, well, you know, you would have pronounced it like this if it was spelt like this, but I was thinking maybe a bit more closer to uh, Timon, as in Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. I don't know that what that is. I've the never little, watched The Lion King. The little meerkat character okay. in The Lion King. Well, it could One be. of the ones that sings Hakuna Matata. Oh, okay. You'd be I've familiar heard, with that, sure. I've heard of that, yes. Yep. Yep. Never seen The Lion King. Um, what do you rate it out of 10? The Lion King? Um, is that one of your childhood movies? Is that like a, a, a touchstone of your childhood? It was a big one growing up. Yeah, it's right in the sweet spot for me. I guess it came out when I was in maybe grade three. Mm. But I never liked it as much as the other Disney movies, some of the other Disney like movies. What? I loved Aladdin. Aladdin was my favourite one. Right. Um, that So The Lion King was the one that like a lot of people my age just still today are like, The Lion King's the best one. Right. The Lion King's not my favourite. I am, I guess I'm about to, uh, so my child my child is now, uh, Little Blanket's now mm-hmm. eight months old. Right. So I'm going to start to get into that sort of world now where I'm, you know, get to watch TV shows over and over or movies and, yep. you know, read yep. her books over and over. So, I'm, so, you know, till now it's just been, look, just give her a set of keys and knock yourself out, honey. Yep. But I'm going to, she's going to start to get not enjoy that as much. Mm-hmm. So I'm just getting into that world. What do you recommend from your... I, I'm really looking forward to going well, and buying a, a copy of The the Hungriest Caterpillar. Oh, yeah, big time. Cracking book. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kids' books. Um, movies, busy, but movies like... Busy ha- Town? Was Busy Town a thing when you were a kid? Richard a, Scarry? Oh, yeah. Busy I'm, Town was fucking great. That's where there's just like heaps of shit to like look and find and stuff. Yeah, it's just like a big city and there's like yeah, a little worm yeah. that flies a helicopter that yes. looks like an apple. I loved Busy Town. I know I, I, I didn't remember the name of the book, but I remember I know Richard Scarry's work. Yeah. Yep. So there's I could, I looked recently, you can still get the books are still out there. Yeah. And right. I imagine the um the series is probably on some kind of streaming thing. But movies I don't know. Um I guess I guess a lot of the Pixar stuff is like pretty timeless. Oh yeah, you know you could start out with Toy Story. That's a classic. Okay, but I am always interested in this of like, at what point you know with kids, like, you know, developing and everything moves so fast. Could you show the original Lion King or Aladdin? Two D animation, um, very primitive looking by the standards of today's animation. Could you show that to a three year old now, and would they be into it? Yeah, or would they be like, this looks shit? Like much like when I was growing up, anything black and white was like I'm not fucking watching this. Right. So I I do wonder if you if you would be able to dip back into the classics with a modern kid. Right. And I'm sure there's listeners who with young children who can answer this question, but more effectively. Yeah, I mean, there there would have been shows that you did like that were like 20 years old that you sort of saw and went, oh well, I know it's old, but that it's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I remember. Watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and, and that being quite old by the time I watched it and being like, oh man, this yeah, that's fucking, a good point actually. Great. I don't think I really remember seeing that though and being aware that it was old, which is probably which is kind of does speak to your point. Yeah, and I think is the test a testament to the quality of something that's good is yeah. just good and timeless. Yeah, but I would say in terms of like a kids film to start off on, I think you got to start Toy Story. Toy Story. It's one of the great one of the one of the classic. One of the classic kids' films. Right. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. I, don't, I've, I haven't seen any of them. It's good. Yeah. All those movies are good. Okay. All right. 
Good. All right. Are you? What I'm fascinated in having being able to kind of like live relatively vicariously through you having a child. So I was with my friend the other day who has a son who is five, mm-hmm. and his son will take his wife's phone and just be able to text him on it. Like knows how to text. So I was hanging out with him and he gets a text from his wife and it's his son going, hi, daddy, I love you. What are you doing? Like can type, can spell perfectly. Wow. Like, you know, predictive and autocorrect is probably doing a bit of the work. But then he's just sitting there having this text exchange with his five-year-old son. Yeah. That's, fuck, that's wild. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Not red hot on that. Well, it's not like they've bought him a phone. It's just like he just literally pinches it from the mum and yeah. knows how to use it. Yeah. That's the creep. That's the crazy thing is like kids grow up around it and they just have this like in you know in tuned yeah. sixth sense of just like what all the buttons do and how to get into apps and shit. It's I've said this before. It's it's so weird that that little blanket. I'll pull out the phone and she'll pose. Yeah, right. I don't understand how where she, that's come from. She knows it's bizarre. How to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's really bizarre. She, I mean, she's not like. You know, doing some crazy pose, but she doing, smi- she'll smile. Just t- turning it up like a real thought. Just yeah. big duck lips. <laughs> yeah. Just g- give me that, Daddy. I know how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Put the, puts, turns the dog filter on yeah. for herself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to. But what uh, would you think if you had to, without me recommending anything or anyone recommending anything, what, what would be something from your childhood that you remember really enjoying that you would be really keen to sit Blanket down in front of and enjoy, you know, introduce her to? Well, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or, 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 the movie's called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, isn't it? Because uh, the book's called Charlie, but the movie's called Willy Wonka. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. then there's two movies. Isn't the other movie then the Johnny Depp one? Is then Charlie? Is it? I've I never think. seen it. And the, the Johnny Depp one sucks. Does it? It's so shit. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I don't. Yeah, I f- it's. You could talk about this for ages, but it's a very weird idea to remake anything that people are like. No, this is a really good thing. Per- like the original. As close to perfect as you can get. Yeah. Doesn't need improving. No. The, the, the updated one, they gave him like a backstory and everyone, oh, everything. Like they? you learnt about like why he's all weird. Oh, his dad was a, His dad was a dentist. Uh, it's, it's shit. Nah, that sucks. Yeah, it's Fuck. really bad. You want... Don't try and make sense of some fucking insane cunt yeah. that lives with um, fucking blueberry midgets. Mm-hmm. In a factory and make a magical <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, don't yeah. try and make sense of it. It's just that's just a thing that has somehow magically happened. Just roll with it. I think that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the oh, sorry Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original movie, it's got that great kids film thing that not a lot of them do. That's I guess it's kind of coming back a little bit where it's you know it's it's cute, it's charming and everything, but there's bits in it that are just genuinely fucked up and quite scary. Yeah. Like the bit where they're in the, the tunnel. tunnel and it's all yeah. going crazy. And just yeah. the whole setup and him cracking the shits at them at the end. Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah, that you yeah. remember being a little kid yeah. where you remember being slightly disturbed yes. by in some way. Yeah. That feeling I remember being like, oh, I, I think I'm kind of not meant to be seeing this. Yeah, It's right. such a great feeling. And I think that went away for like a long time right. in children's media. And I think it's maybe... I mean, the more recent, you know, they keep making Toy Story films. They've still got that sort of stuff in there. Right. Where it's like some kind of weird fucked up stuff is happening. Yeah. It's like, it's good to see a bit of real life yeah. when you're a kid. It can't be just all like, oh, everything's fine. And then you you turn 17 and go, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I, I didn't see any of this coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you got to um, be spooked a little bit yeah. in the things that you and consume th- when you're a kid. Yeah, and that, that that was really cool in that movie because it's like, yeah, there was a consequence to someone fucking up. And yeah. Um, and yeah, there was scary stuff. That tunnel thing was insane. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, that's a... Fuck, I bought that soundtrack years and years ago. That's a good soundtrack. Too. Oh, really? See, see, that would hold up because the, the music and the colours and the, everything yep. is it's fucking great. Yep. Um, and it's like right in the wheelhouse. I mean, probably... Yeah, it depends what age you're talking, showing it to her. But, like, yeah. right in the wheelhouse of, like, imagine just getting to go and eat all the lollies you want. Yeah, in yeah, the factory yeah. where they get made. Yeah. Fuck. Good I remember, shit. I remember reading that book as a kid and just going, this is, this, as a kid, that's the sort of thing that you would want to write about. Oh, imagine just eating yeah, yeah. chocolate and getting free chocolate. But then you go, oh, some cunt wrote this when he was 60. What's, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> I also love that, like, Wonka is just a real world brand now. Yeah, like there's actually a lolly brand called Wonka where they where they like they went, hey, let's make some of the stuff that this fucked up cunt made in his yeah. movies and start selling them. Yeah, it is a bit. As a kid, there was I remember reading that there was like an overseas brand called Wonka and just going, oh, that would be amazing. But that's it's actually a bit shit that you can then get sucked in by that movie and then go, oh, there's Wonka chocolate over there, and then you get it and you go, oh, that's sort of like Nestle, I guess. It's I guess that's okay. Yeah, you're watching the movie going. This is next level chocolate. This yeah, is yeah. fucking great. And then you just go and buy it. it's like fucking anything else. It's cooking chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Who I want to get. I want to get a lolly that's going to turn me into a fat grape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, mate, give me a lolly that gets my dick hard to fuck a pig. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's if they were going to have rebooted um, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. There's no use trying to just make it a kid's film again. Do yeah. it for adults. Yeah. Don't do it for adults to tap into oh. nostalgia. Make it a hard R rating where right. it's like. Wonka's dick pill factory. Right. You know, it's just all fucked up things that he's got in there. And the, yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a room where you test out the dick pills. Yep. Yep. They've got <laughs> he's got really sexy umpalumpas yep. that you can test it out yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> See that, you know, everything now, you know, they're doing these live action Disney remakes. And again, it's just like I think part of the audience that they're thinking is like, oh, the people that grew up with this, now they're adults. They'll, yeah. they'll get to come see it in a different light. But it's like, no, reboot them and make them horny. Yeah. If you're going to make them for adults, just go all the way. We're just turning we're just turning this idea into a, a, a porno version of Wonka now. I guess, where, yeah. Where adults get the golden ticket. Yeah. They go into Willy Wonka's sex factory. Mm. They Someone fucks an Oompa Loompa. Um, there's streams of cum that they're in a, <laughs> yeah. they're going in a boat down. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the cummers keep on coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, comedy's fucking real easy. Yeah, it's it's we're blessed to have these powers. Don't don't try this at home. Um, thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. All uh, right, one more. It's getting late. It is late. I gotta go home. Mm. Um, so one more. This is the final one. This is the final. We did four. One. This is the final one. Oh, we wow. did four, and this is this is the fifth one of um, the final one. Um, okay. Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Oh, hang on. What? This is slightly weird name. I just I just want to check it out. On, okay. Um, on on uh, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Type it in. Yep. And uh, oh, okay. Um, this, Are you going to read means, the name or the meaning first? This, this means okay. something um, sort of weird as well. A bit cr- crude or? A little bit. Like little front bit, bottom or? A little bit similar to what we've talked about before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank it's you to pa- Patreon subscriber, uh, Vagina Comedy. Okay, right. Yeah, so that's actually, What's that's it? not just some man's name. That actually means something else on Urban Dictionary. What's it mean? Um, it means 
uh, let me see. It it in technical terms, it's yep. not just slang. Yep. Technical t- terms, it means um, clown hole. Oh, or right. moose knuckle. <laughs> moose or, knuckle or meat flap. Oh, right. Yeah. Wizard that, sleeve. Yeah, that's the that's the technical term. <laughs> yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Did then you, comedy, what does that mean? Put that on, into Urban Dictionary. Put, put that comedy in. into Urban Dictionary. All right, I put it right. Urban, urban Comedy. Uh, wow, I've just come up with a picture of me and you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Someone did it. <laughs> a listener got us onto Urban Dictionary while we were recording this. Yeah. Wow, that's bizarre. We thought this was recorded. We didn't know it was going out live. Yeah. This is like another Willy Wonka factory in this computer that we're recording <laughs> onto. We're in the elevator right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, just shooting right up our own asses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. If you would like to chip in and get some sweet rewards every month, bonus episode, a uh, little magazine that we spend a lot of time on, patreon.com slash littledumdumclub. Head to littledumdumclub.com for any tour dates that we have coming up. Hopefully, we have the 500th episode tickets on sale very, very shortly. We've got, of course, merch. People are always buying merch. Good for you. Get that shit out of here. Yep. Um, we have got stubby holders with the warmer weather in the southern hemisphere, of yeah. course, coming up. We've got uh, stubby holders. We have baseball caps with a wear written on them. Uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the mannequins from one of our shop right now. I know. I'm wearing our merch right now like yeah. a fuckhead. Um, we have... Oh, we've got limited amounts of the Kosamui International Podcast Festival 2017 to 2019 singlets. The Tommy Daslow designed the, mm-hmm. uh, the little logo design for. We have limited, uh, we've got smalls and mediums left of that. Get onto that for the warmer months coming up. Of course, with all the live shows we've got coming up, we've got Perth, we've got Hobart, we've got the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be bringing uh, limited numbers of merch up there. So if you are keen in any way to buy merch, let us know. Send us a message what you're after because I cannot bring every size of every bit of merch <laughs> up in a suitcase to the Gold Coast and yep. then inevitably sell three items and then come back with 57 things in my suitcase. Yep. No fun. Let us know. Um, get onto the merch store. See what's there. See what sizes we have and everything. S- order it or just request something to be brought along to a live show. Yep. Love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.